0: Welcome everybody to the MiniMap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bratisich.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: Mate, I am dog tired, but I'm happy to be here on this Tuesday morning. It's, a uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, a return to not form, but this is this is where we used to record the show when we were recording. Yeah, uh, when we were recording via the internet for the first time. We yeah, were, we were a year and a half ago. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, returning to the home spot, just because that's how things lined up for us yesterday. Uh, mm. hopefully, with new upload time. Of
0: Tuesday. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to be trying a new, couple of new things with the upload schedule, where the idea is that we're not going to be recording on a Monday and then publishing on a Friday because there's so much that we can miss in that time period. Or if we talk about, if something ca- comes out on the Friday the previous week, we talk about it on the Monday and then the episode goes live the next Friday, it's just a bit late. Um, yeah, w- So if we've we done the work,
1: it, we've worked it out. We think we can bring the edit time down to to less than twelve hours, mm-hmm. which would be good. I, I think that'll 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 make it a bit more current. <laughs> the, the edit time less than twelve hours. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, time time to post. TTP. T- um, uh, you, know, you know how uh how uh, when when Mark Cerny was on stage talking about the development of PlayStation Five um, in front of the Mystery Science Theater three thousand set. Um, he was there talking about, um, the, the pl- previous PlayStation consoles, uh, TTP, the time to pixel, um, time to pixel. Yes. No, no. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Time to polygon. It was how long it takes a developer to get the dev kit and then draw their first polygon on screen. Right. We've coined that.
0: <laughs> to time to post. <laughs> time to post. <laughs> Time to post pixels.
1: Yeah, yeah. Time to Polygon would be not a bad name for a show. A little bit close to polygon.com, but...
0: Yeah, a little. Time to maybe... As an as an educational
1: yeah. show, I think.
0: Like, hello everybody, everybody, it's time to Polygon. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Time to Polygon. Kerry, uh, I, I have, have a question for like... you.
1: Usually you start off this these shows by asking me a question that is like a, just a, a nonsense question just to get us, you know... Talked up a little bit. Yeah. I've got I've got one for you. Nonsense. Yeah. Uh have you have you hived much this week?
0: <laughs> that is a nonsense question. You're right, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh yeah, well thank you for I was I was thinking last night I should talk about hive because we spoke about it so much last week. Um still slow. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I hived I hived. I hived. I would say I hived quite a fair bit until about Friday, Saturday. Yeah, right. Um, and then I went out. Side. Mm-hmm. Touch grass. And I was like on a train. What What'd you say? You touch grass. <laughs> I don't know that I did. <laughs> my, my shoes did. Right. Uh, but no, I was like, I was on a train, right? I was on public transport and I was like on my phone. I'm like, oh, like that's a good time to load up this new social media app that I've been using. That uh, that I like using it. Uh, it, got, it has to be said, the the vibes on Hive, the Hive vibes, are excellent right now. All yeah, the posts right. are just uh, awesome. Um, it's a very positive uh, feeling over there. But it's very positive. Um, uh, it just, yeah, it when just I loaded it up on the time. train, yeah, it was like, okay, I got to turn it on, and then I got to. You kind of have to wait for a minute. You do. Before, it's like 30 seconds before the timeline loads and then it's another one minute before you can like like or comment on the first posts on the page. Yeah, like
1: it, it I think that the issue is that I can get into the app and I can see posts and I can't interact with them immediately. Yeah,
0: and, which is an issue.
1: And because then it's like the, the top post I'm seeing on my timeline and not, not actually getting any engagement from me. Yep. because I'm hitting the button, it's not working. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll continue scrolling as opposed to waiting to, to bequeath someone with my like. Which... And that's
0: that's what I was doing for a while. I was waiting and, I, and I'd press the button like a few times and it wouldn't work. And then my phone 30 seconds later would go like, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, it's ready now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'd press it and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you move away from the tweet, then it doesn't process yes. or, the, or the post. Um. So, yeah, I, it's gotten to the point for me where it, it, I am excited for the future of Hive, but um, it is it is going to take some work. It's a small team, and I think it's going to be weeks to months before it is performant, um, let alone before it has new features.
1: Yeah, I, I am concerned that they're going to miss that boat. Like, the, like Elon continues to be the worst um, and mm. continues to make the platform worse and worse. Um, yes you know, in the past week he's reinstated Trump's account, right? Like, um, who in just honestly like a very funny move, it, Trump has refused to use his account. Um yeah. <laughs> simply simply refusing to play ball with the with the little king that is, you know, on his dunny. Um so like you know, just like one bad decision leading into a funny decision, but like, you know, Elon not backing down from any of this shit. Um, hmm. I don't know if you saw his tweet, uh, yesterday, Kerry. But he posted a picture of his bedside table, um, and it is like a he—he's got like two guns on it, and like a, a a bunch of like empty like diet coke cans. And he's just the most divorced man whose children don't talk to him. Like he's just the worst kind of guy. Um, so yeah, you know, like. And should see the replies. The replies are like, you know, billionaire defenders also posting their bedside tables with guns on them. Oh God! Like, ah, yes, sir. What? Very well, memed, Mister Elon. Oh no!
0: It's so bad. I mean, I just get skittish around firearms in general. You know, like when we were at when we were going to uni. Like, occasionally we would walk past police officers, there was, like, a building near nearby our uni that was, well, like, was in, some police it was, building.
1: It, it was in our building, there was, a, there was a police headquarters.
0: Yeah, and so we'd go to, like, get a coffee in, like, the atrium of this building and there'd be police officers, armed police officers also getting a coffee and I'd be like, I'm in a room with a gun right now! <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck! Yep. Yep. <laughs> Can you imagine having a gun on your bedside? Two guns on your bedside table! Yeah,
1: one of them is, like a like, a Big looking revolver, and the other one is like some some flintlock pistol from like the eighteen hundreds, right? Like it's it's just it's just embarrassing. Could you it's imagine? Francis
0: Drake's flintlock. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, he wants to prove that he's an heir. <laughs> anyway,
1: I I actually don't think Hive is going to be the one. I think it's it's just not going to make it enough, and I think another one will come in and swoop in
0: maybe i think i think hive has cemented at the very least a small dedicated audience for the time being that will stick with it for now um and it will be on them to uh, retain as many people as they can while they're upscaling and then bring in more people um but you know right now it's awesome there's no ads like yeah,
1: but like that's like we know that's not going to change that, that is going to change, right? Like,
0: yeah, I know totally, but like in the meantime, it's great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yes. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I do really like it over there. Will, uh, should we, will we shout it out on the, on in the, in the intro, Jeremy, for the mini account?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it, yeah, check it in.
0: It's, it's tricky with, with Hive as well because you can't manage multiple accounts without just signing out and logging in and, and and then you have to sign out and log in if you want to use your own account. Yeah. Like So yeah, we'll 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 see about how much we post there for the time being. It is difficult to manage, I guess. It's it it more difficult than it is on Twitter at least.
1: Yes, yeah. I can't just easily swap between the minimap account and post there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe you can. Jeremy's got a uh, an Android tablet hooked up to his speaker system for Spotify. Maybe that could be the 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 minimap Hive social tablet as well.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll bring up my old previous tablet, which used to be the one that I used to have for speaker systems, <laughs> which is currently not in use. Yeah, my old Samsung just the Hive tablet. Yeah,
0: yeah. It might take five minutes to do anything on, yes, on that it one it though. Will. Oh dear! All right, let's get into it, everybody. Uh. If you weren't aware, this is the podcast for minimap.com.au. We do it every week. We're going to talk about video games and what we've been playing and topics and all kinds of stuff like Hive. Uh, <laughs> just just that's the show. Welcome. Uh, you can go to minimap.com.au to find all other things minimap like our other podcasts and the written word and stuff like that. Uh, you can also find us here with seeing as we're speaking of hive, let's jump right into the, uh, the socials. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us. It's going to get a little more complicated, but you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Twitch where we are live right now. Uh, uh all of those accounts are at minimap AU. We're also on hive at minimap, just minimap. Yep.
1: And we're on YouTube at minimapau. AU.
0: Oh, did you get the handle? The, the handle. That, no. He needs the handle. Uh, you can catch us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, or you can watch us as we record the show live on Twitch. Uh, normally Mondays in the afternoon. But uh, we might be changing that up, but we might not be. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks and we'll keep you updated. But we'll be recording live whenever we record. So you can catch us. You can follow us on Twitch to find out when we go live and to follow along and sit and chat and thing and thing and thing. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash minimapau. The account is at minimapau on Twitch. I don't think I have ads, but it is It is just... It's minimapau on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Yeah, we uh, hang out with chat. That's because it's on YouTube.
1: It's slash at au. Yeah,
0: slash at. That's that's becoming a a, a really common thing. Like with those other Twitter replacements, what was co-host and Mastodon had, or one of them had like a slash at. Yeah, I think TikTok uses slash at as well.
1: Um, Just the worst. Yeah, we we are not. we, We don't have a custom handle on TikTok,
0: I believe. We need the handle uh so yeah be sure to keep up to date with us when we post something new you can follow it on the website to find all of all of our things that we do you can also uh find our content on those social accounts uh yeah it's a good it's a good way to know when we post an episode and uh what each episode's about for example last week was all about how poorly pokemon runs um and also
1: other things yeah we spoke about god of war you spoke about sifu
0: yeah. Guess what everybody? We're talking this week about Pokemon, Sifu, and God of War, but we're talking it's about different. the topic of we're also going to be talking about the topic of last week's show, which is what is the best year of two, of the best game of 2009? What is the best year of game? Yeah. said 2000 Oh dear. Uh yeah, be we also good, wanted though. to say
1: what was the best year in games?
0: That would be good. I'm running Very difficult. Yeah, I'm running it down. Okay, good. I like that. Maybe one for the for the new year, yeah. which is rapidly approaching. Oh, my God. Um, no. We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Lastly, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on, uh, you can throw $5 our way and become one of our patrons. It helps us to continue to do this. Uh, you can ask us questions on the podcast, like, hey, what's your hive handle? Now that I wasn't able to steal it, like... You were so afraid I might do last week. That's a question you could ask on Patreon. Uh, and it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk. You could do all of that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about last week's topic, yep. which we bumped because we, we we spoke about too much other stuff. Yeah, we ran out of time. <laughs> no, we were on time. We were making great time. Um, <laughs> But uh yeah, this week is we're gonna be looking back at the year two thousand and nine. Where the last time we did this we looked at two thousand and six, which was sort of that was interesting because it was pre-PS3, it was just the start of the Xbox 360, but it was it was peak PS2, Xbox GameCube era. And um and it was a bit further bit further in the past for us when we weren't game more more game focused you know when we were younger we we're just kind of playing whatever we were given or like the one game we chose at christmas or whatever
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. 2009's a bit different this is when i got a bit more serious about the games i was playing and owning and, and enjoying jeremy were you even in high school in
1: 2009
0: uh i don't you weren't you I... weren't were you i don't know I don't I think, think I, you I think were I, because you would have only been turning 12 at the end of that year. So you would have been grade six. Maybe. You bastard. I might have
1: been class 2009 for high school, for primary school rather. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was, I was 07.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah 09. <sighs> Present. Anyway. So 2009, I was in year eight. Jeremy wasn't even in high school yet. Uh, but a number of games came out. So we're going to, we put this all together last week. So we're going to go through a sort of a list of the heavy hitters, the ones that everyone knows and have stood the test of time. People will recognize and be like, Oh, I remember when that came out. Also talk about some of the, just a few of the like key announcements at like conferences that year, like what were people looking forward to in 2009? What did we learn about for the first time in 2009? And then we'll go through our personal picks and why they're our personal picks. Yeah. So without further ado, as it is it's not adieu which i i i wouldn't have been able to tell you confidently until i googled it the other the other day mm. much but it's adieu
1: not, about nothing
0: yeah that doesn't make sense right because that's yeah. just like goodbye yeah <laughs> much goodbye about nothing yeah but also that's just like too like anyway um so 2009 what were the games some of the best games of that year we have batman arkham asylum and and interrupt me if you've got anything to say off the top of off the top of your head for these ones, Jeremy. Uh but Batman Arkham Asylum, Dragon Age Origins. I never got to, but people say it's amazing. Uh Uncharted Two Among Thieves, which I know was amazing. Uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Jeremy, do you remember when when all the kids at school started playing this game? Yes, I was one of them. Ah, uh, you see, I was I wasn't. Right. I was always I was on the outside listening to people talk about all of the all of the games they were playing and how they were yelling at their mums because they didn't want to eat dinner. Yeah. And I was like, "Man, you seem like a shitty person, but also I want to play this game." Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh what else we got? We got Street Fighter 4, which I didn't realize was that long ago, but also that makes sense. Uh Braid, so this is the start of some of those um indies yeah, starting it, to come out. It was the
1: beginning of um of Soldier Boy playing this game while really high, and then um, the beginning, uh, yeah, it has, it's never ended. Yeah, and then um, uh, Jonathan, Blow Jonathan Blow getting unreasonably angry about it um, because, <laughs> yes. yeah, for years, to the point that like I tweeted that at him a couple of years ago, and he blocked me. Yeah, um, which is so funny. Like I, I feel so s- so it's funny. So, I've, I've, it's a you know it's a it's a badge. <laughs> it's a cherished memory. Yeah.
0: Uh, What else we got here? We've got Assassin's Creed 2, which was amazing. We got Left 4 Dead 2, which was also amazing. New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Resident Evil 5, not so amazing. Uh, I'm going to skip this one I've got here. I'll mention it in a second. Uh, Infamous was that year. I would have thought that was earlier, but that was 2009. Mm. Um, Does this mean... No, that was 2010, I think. I I saw Infamous there. I'm like, does this mean this was the year of the PSN hack? Uh, That was the year later. That was the year later. Because I only had my PS3 at the end of that year when Assassin's Creed 2 launched. Um, And then, yeah, I remember it it was like six months later. Um, I got infamous from that because when they they reinstated it, they were like, here's five games and you can have like two of them.
1: The PSN hack was actually 2011. Um,
0: Oh, was it? Oh, even longer than that. Even longer.
1: Um, Also, yeah, but like those games I gave you for free, um, you could actually get all of them. Um, I don't know why. Like they said you can have one of them, but like you could just actually redeem all of them. And I did. Oh yeah, I should have done that. It was weird. Like they didn't. It was it was odd. I think it was just, just yeah. still broken.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's a testament to how stapled together their whole system was. Yeah. Um. Red Faction, Gorilla, Prototype, uh, Trials HD, Halo Three, ODST, Brutal Legend, Borderlands, Guitar Hero Five, and DJ Hero. They all came out that year. So this is sort of also this. This was also the year of when YouTube really kicked off. This is when you start seeing uh, way more like Call of Duty gameplays. Like it becomes less about montages, becomes more about the people playing them and the and their gameplays. And I remember this is the start of achievement hunter in earnest. I would say when Trials came out, Halo Three, ODST, and stuff like that. So it's a it's a very prominent time in my like internet consciousness. Tied to a lot of these games. Mm, yeah. Uh, the other thing I jumped over was in May of 2009, the very first edition of Minecraft came out. Was it? Yeah, like the alpha.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Right. 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 Was it? I don't think it was Minecraft at that point, though.
0: Not sure, it was. Wasn't what do it, you mean?
1: Wasn't it the game before it was Minecraft? It was no, called. I don't think it was so. called something else.
0: When I looked it up, it, this was. The first edition of Minecraft came out in May 2009. Right, okay. There you go. I, I didn't play on the Alpha. I think I picked it up in 2010 with the beta. Right. Um. But also, what a time. Yeah. There's something... Do you ever see, like, old Minecraft footage and you get nostalgic for how the world... Generated the, the the types of worlds that you would get in the older Minecrafts, and it's like, oh, I Minecraft isn't like that anymore. That's old Minecraft.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I I, I do know what you mean. There was a there was a simplicity to it because it was such a basic generation or like not, not simple generation, we'll say. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like I don't know if you remember, every world you generated, you always started on sand. That was like the thing. Oh yeah. Um, I think because. That was the safest block to spawn you on, because otherwise you might spawn inside of a tree. I think. I think. I think that was the entire reason.
0: Right. Yeah. That's funny though, because like sand could like cascade theoretically. Yep. Um. Hmm.
1: Uh. Yeah. That was, that was. I have very strong, fond, vivid memories. It wasn't that hmm. long ago. Like it wasn't really. It really wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah so that's the thing right like it is a while ago but it's not that long ago but also like it's you it's were been, still in primary school you little shit
1: It's been so, a constant I wasn't playing in primary school but like it's it's been a constant I I didn't play in the alpha I played in the beta
0: Yeah yeah no that's fair that's fair It's um yeah a lot of these are like I can't believe it was that long ago and like oh my god that was so long ago like a lot of them I can I can remember these really clearly but also, it was it was it was thirteen years ago.
1: I do remember the very first time I saw Minecraft, which was in alpha. Like one of my friends showed it to me,
0: and I looked at that one. Okay, like, that's cool. And I was like, I don't I don't
1: know what this is. Like this doesn't look like anything. This looks really bad. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep playing Oblivion on my PS3. Um, so yeah. like it was yeah.
0: I don't remember what brought me into it, but at some point it became you know I watched enough of it on YouTube and then I bought it. Um, it was so cheap back then too. Mm. It's still kind of cheap now. It's not more than forty bucks Australian, but I think I got it for like twenty five. Yeah, right. And it's just it's the same copy that's just lasted all this time. Yeah, Minecraft's great. Uh, so some E three announcements. Um, just to remember when. Set set, yeah, just so you know what yeah what the future was like. Uh, at Nintendo in two thousand and nine E three, their biggest announcement for the years coming forward was the announcement of uh, Skyward Sword uh, so with the Wii Motion Plus. So that was that. W- that would come out two years later. Um, uh, for Sony, it was the announcement of Move Controllers. So this was Sony trying to play catch-up with the, the Wii and the, yeah. the motion control fad that it was, which we now know it to be. Also, the project that I think people knew about at this time... Uh, being made by team Ico was announced as the last guardian in two thousand and nine
1: just just to just to touch on the move controllers very quickly um it, I think I think it's maybe a little bit mean to say it was a fad only in terms of motion controls yeah only in terms of we wouldn't have the v r tech that we do right now without the stepping stone of the motion controllers. I feel
0: that's true. However,
1: v- motion controls on its own, yeah, like like gimmicky, but
0: which is what they were developed for.
1: Sure, sure, but the the tech has uh has superseded its initial purchase uh, a purpose.
0: I think that's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's it's relevant to mention now that motion has a a big place in the in in the VR space I mean, right the, the, now. Those roof so controllers are part of immersive.
1: Those group controllers became the PS4 VR ones, right? Like that was what you used on the PSVR one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know,
0: that's probably why the. Now that I think about it, it's probably why the cost was so cheap because they didn't have to. They didn't have to R and D any other controllers. They they didn't even package them in. Why, yeah. Mm. At least they made them compatible, though. Could you imagine if the PSVR was only a headset and and the camera?
1: I mean, that was how I used it for most of it. There were only a couple of times I actually used the ones.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it would have only sold half as many units as it did if it never had the hand movement integration. Like, that's what AP. people want.
1: I VR isn't
0: just, just the head stuff. It's the It's the reach out and grab something and the... Well, well that, the, that, the, that's the, the thing smack right? your hand on the desk everyone wants that experience
1: in, in five years vr is going to be a little bit cheaper to manufacture because we're not going to need hand controllers anymore they're just going to be doing hand tracking we've, 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 we've got it right now
0: yeah i i for it to be any decent the tech's got to be good i don't think it'll be cheaper because the the hand tracking is going to have to be that much more sophisticated. There'll be more processing power. Oh yeah, no, more uh, I, I mean, to, and... to
1: to physically manufacture. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like I I feel like there will be a uh, there will be a lower footprint at least to, to have to consider.
0: That will be exciting. That will be fun. Yeah. That comes with its own limits, of course. Like if you swing your your arm out of your field of view, then <laughs> where's where's your hands? Got your hands? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. And then yeah, Microsoft's conference was a bunch of games that we listed above um already. Plus Tony Hawk Ride. Does Everyone's everybody favorite. remember this game? This is the Tony Hawk game. This is so this is what? This is after Underground 1 and 2. I can't remember the others. I never really played them too much, but this was the one I saw and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but definitely a gimmick. Uh, this is also the age of the Wii Fit balance board, I remember? But this was this was the Tony Hawk game that came with a skateboard peripheral. It didn't have wheels on it. It was just like a deck, but it was a controller. And yeah. so you like, you like jumped on it and like, you could maybe do, I don't even, I don't even, I just, I, I hardly even looked at this thing. I just looked at this. And I was like, there's no way this takes off. And guess what? It didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of, a lot of, um.
1: Gimmicky hardware coming up, coming out around that time. Do you remember the, do you remember the the PlayStation. Oh, this is the
0: year of DJ Hero and Guitar Hero Five. So this has come to the end of the of the rhythm game renaissance.
1: Yeah, but do you remember on the PS3 there was that um, there was that camera that looked down. Remember that there was that like camera on an arm, and it would okay. So there was a game that came out with this is this is early PS3, right? So it was a game that you had a mat. And the mat you could put cards on. The cards had little QR codes on it, and they were, it came with this camera on an arm that would look down at this mat, and it would huh. then stream it to the TV. Well, stream it, it was all connected by wire. Um, and then the cards would come to life, and you would play this entire game on this mat with these physical cards. Um, huh. This is also the era of like that that Book of Wishes game on the PS3. Remember, and there was like the the physical book that you had, and you had like a, it came with a wand. And you would like do are magic
0: you pulling all these deep cuts that I've never heard of from.
1: There are I just I have this weird memory of a lot of this
0: era. Um, there was and the PS3 for me when it was announced, it was like a thousand dollars. No thanks. And then I and then I looked at footage for Tools of Destruction, and that is all I remember of the early PS3. I I never saw any of the tech demos. I never saw any of the like original announcements or the price cut. I, I didn't. I never even saw the announcement of the PS3 Slim. It's like such a I don't have any, yeah, history like, with that.
1: I, I had one of the one of the early PS3s. Like it was after it was after the after they removed backwards compatibility, but it was hmm. like I had one of the fat models, um, and that was because we bought a new TV and we bought a Sony TV because it came with uh, a PS3. Oh. um that's that's how you got to do it, and the reason we did it is because it was like one of the best Blu-ray drives on the market, and yeah. that was back in the era of there are seven Blu-rays. And yes, it, and it's like 2001 yes, a Space was Odyssey. Yes, there still a bit of
0: a fight with HD DVD.
1: It was in, it was even after that fight had ended, but movies just hadn't really adopted it yet because only a few movies were getting it because it was such a process to make the films that higher quality. And so there was like the mm. shitty 10,000 BC movie that came out. There was does want a space odyssey. There was like, and like five other movies. Like, and it was like, it was all from a single studio too. It was like one
0: studio had adopted it. Right.
1: Weird times.
0: Very weird times. Very strange. Uh. So yeah, that's sort of where that all was. I um. There's a lot of good shit here as well. Like, uh you know that was also the year that they showed off God of War 3. Uh, I remember the Assassin's Creed 2 at E3 the the original trailer for that with Ezio in the in the carnival in in Venice. Um and then you do the, orig- the 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 flying machine mission. That that Assassin's Creed 2 demo like that has a permanent place in my memory. Yeah, right. Of just me being so excited for it, it being so colorful, it looking so much more complex and interesting than the first game. Um yeah like f- yeah
1: for me the 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 thing I remember the most is the the last guardian reveal um announcement and it was like a what it, like the the video itself is a is a is a well in the middle of like this dark it's, it's like the well with like a light shining on it as if it's as if it's in a big empty room um but just with like a little hole in the ceiling and this light right. is shining directly onto this well and this well has uh, a chain sticking out of it, like a huge metal chain, um, and there are like feathers, like like getting like like br- like breathed out of the well or falling in or something like that. And the and you can you can hear the sound of of Trico and I think like maybe you see an eye or you might see a claw or something. Um, hmm. and then it said like yeah, then it said the last guardian, and it was like from Michael Credits of Shadow of the Classes, and it's like you look at these like, what is this? Like, what are you making here?
0: And yeah, it's what like what an artistic right? strange way to show that off.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very evocative.
1: Mm. Sure yeah. didn't exist at that point in any in, nope. any in any meaningful way.
0: Sure wouldn't exist for another seven years you, you, and not on this console generation. Yeah, <laughs> just just to touch on this very briefly, you know
1: what the original footage of that game is, right?
0: Not really. Well, like,
1: uh, so, like so, like it's just like a, it's a. It, it looks like Last Guardian. It's like a gameplay demo of Trico, like jumping on, like a, the, the kid jumping on Trico's back and all that stuff. Like it looks like the game, but it was, it was rendered on a PS3 mm. at about ten frames per second.
0: Whoa! Sped
1: up in post. Yeah, and added sound effects in post. Oof. They dubbed over uh, a uh They game really play.
0: manufactured it.
1: Yeah, like and it was it was completely not real. I mean like it was real because like it's probably it was it's probably essence of that part of in the game, but it was like not a real representation yeah. of the game running on PS3.
0: Proto game. Yeah,
1: and like they knew. They had yeah. to have known, like we gotta wait. We gotta hunker well, down. Well, I mean
0: that's what they did. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. that's it wild. Was...
0: Yeah, what a what an incredible development cycle it was also around this time we were getting when when did we get a final fantasy versus 13 in so i think that was the next year along with like yeah. bioshock infinite and like brink like i think that was the next year in 2010 and 2011 yeah. um because i remember when i did a i did some work experience for school in year 10 so yeah that's two years two years later uh at this independent game store called dungeon crawl which doesn't really exist anymore yeah um, Pull one out. And they, they subscribed to like IGN Prime or whatever it was called then so they could download the trailers and they just had them running on this big screen yeah. all day. And so I saw b- that Bioshock Infinite trailer and what was the first thing I said? Brink. Brink. There was that as well and something else. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Brink came out that week and they were like, oh, do you want to try it? Well, there were other people in store and I, I played it. I'm like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, yep uh so what were our favorite games of this era um as well as like what what were we up to in our gaming lives uh if you want to st- i've got mine all f- bottom to top with like two honorable mentions and then like the top three most important ones um
1: yeah i'll start i'll start with my bottom two um yeah uh infamous first one Mm-hmm. uh and
0: that game's all right
1: yeah, that game's that game's pretty good. Yeah. I remember having a good good fun with that game. I think I um, I didn't platinum it, but I came close. I did both. I did two the collectibles playthroughs are
0: pretty egregious in that one.
1: Probably I did two playthroughs of it. Um, I did like a a good e- a good playthrough and an evil playthrough. Um, mm. that was back in the era of like you know choose your side, and they're both pretty much the same at the end of the game.
0: Totally. Yeah, yeah. this is post Mass Effect One, pre Mass Effect Two. Yeah. Um,
1: I think the concept of infamous is still cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to when they inevitably bring it back. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's been rumblings of it coming back for a while now. Um,
0: I think, I think, yeah, we'll it's... see. Ghost of Tsushima is the big limiting factor on that one now.
1: Oh, I don't think it'll be Sucker Punch doing it. I think it'll be someone else. Give it to Ben. Yeah. Fuck it. Give it to Ben. Um, yeah, the, so cool. uh, like there's, th- there's, there's room for more infamous. I feel, um, second son, while not a very good video game, um, looks quite nice. Um hmm. especially when it came out. So, you know, there's there's room for more. Um and trials, H D. Uh what a fucking awesome, cool game. I want to say mm-hmm. that was fifteen bucks or so when it came out on the Xbox Live arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um what a just like I put hours and hours and hours into that game just trying to knock down all of my Xbox Live friends high scores and seeing yep. some of them going like, How the fuck did you do that? That was the beginning of have me an score Xbox chasing
0: and I didn't have an Xbox and it was such a moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, yeah. That did game you play unreal. the like the original trials on like Flash? No, I did not. And I, I did. So I saw those and I was like, oh, I really like that game. And then part of my brain was like, it's just it's just a it's another flash bike game. You know, they're all the same. Drive forward, angle your angle your things, but this one had such an awesome physics-based uh, approach where it was all about how it was like a rear wheel drive so you had to have your back wheel down to get over this thing and yeah. angle it forward and then they did really cool things where you were inside of a ball and and fire traps and yeah 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 no, but trials like really it, had something
1: it looked good it ran great um and it controlled just super tight it was such a perfect little experience
0: yeah yeah totally and they did an awesome job with um Evolution a, a couple of years later mm, as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Charles Evo was
0: great. Hmm. Uh so my sort of honorable mentions, um, Minecraft is there. Again, more of like a I didn't quite get into it in two thousand and nine, but
1: Yeah, I didn't include it on my the, list because I haven't I didn't play it around then.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I want to include it because it's like like it's probably not gonna come up on like a twenty ten list. Right. you know and so it's like early minecraft i guess is just the the point here and like it was very very good it was very fun and very important yeah um to play and be a part of you know playing it on my mum's imac like <laughs> and the yeah like i said before there's something really special about those early games yeah. like pre Pre Hunger Meter Minecraft, yes, the world generation, like the small islands you would find, and um, and the the frequency and type of music you would hear. Like I feel like you don't hear the same songs in the same way anymore on Minecraft.
1: No, like the whole game has basically been rebuilt. Like at at this yeah. point, like you know, that's that's how that goes when it's in activeville and and changes ownership, ownership like three times. Like it's it, yeah, that's how that that's how that goes.
0: Uh, yeah. And the other one I've got here is prototype. I I played the whole thing of this game. And this was like, I remember when I, so this is, I, did I mention this last week? I, I can't remember, but I, I played this. So my, my dad moved in with my, with, with his partner at the time who had two kids. So I had some, some step siblings, basically they weren't married, but you know, you know, de facto step siblings. This was also at the same time where Jeremy and I were neighbors and we didn't know it yet. Mm. Um, and we didn't know it until we were no longer neighbors, uh, but I I played this because my stepbrother at the time had it, and he let me play on his computer when he wasn't using it, and so I I did, and I remember I was playing this, and my dad came in and was like, "What this?" I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> like i was kind of young i was like oh it's a game but it was like the intro cutscene where they're like in an alley and, and and then the guy makes like a blade for a hand and like sticks it in someone and rips him in half and i'm like uh and that's like all right <laughs> <He walks out. laughs> but man this game was so weird it's so not actually that good um it's an interesting concept that whole like virus thing and you can like you get stronger and you can get, like, a blade arm, which is good for taking out tanks. But it's, it's also, like, edgy for edgy's sake is, like, oh, I don't care about anything and I'm going to kill people because I'm an angry thing infected with a red thing thing. Yeah. What's his name? Alex Mercer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He's, I don't think that game is very good, but I sure did play the whole thing <laughs> and, I'm, and I have strong memories and feelings about it. Um, same with two, actually. Two's not very good either. A bit better, though. Um, what, what's your, what's, what's one of your top three?
1: One of my top three is Flower.
0: Flower.
1: The second game from that game company who then went on from Flower to make Journey and then Sky. Um, Flower was one of the first times I played a game that wasn't like, guns i think really or like you know <laughs> hitting and running and punching it was like it might have been or the first swords. In- yeah it might have been the first um like indie game i played i guess yeah. um and i remember like i saw it <laughs> it's going to be like 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 a, like a, like a grandad i saw it in a newspaper
0: um, <laughs> someone, some,
1: someone wrote, I don't know who, I, I wonder if I can track that down. I want. I wonder. Oh, that
0: was that classic time, right? Where Good Game was coming up and people were like, oh, you hear about, there's this gaming TV show and people, yeah, you'd see an article in the newspaper about a game like Flower and how it's not a game with guns and there, how it makes you feel things.
1: There was a, there, there was like a regular page, maybe once a week, which was like a bunch of game articles in a newspaper, probably like the age. And oh. I remember like like uh, cuz you know dad used to buy a newspaper and so then he would like he'd go through it and then he would see that page and then just like give that page to me and say hey you, you can you can read some stuff and I'm like okay cool. cool and like I would always I would always read it um yeah. and I saw this game called Flower and, was, and like the way they were describing it it's like you know like it's like this this melodic experience where you don't have a bespoke character but you are the wind and you, there's no real control buttons but it's motion control and you press up any button to to be the wind and blow flower petals and I'm like that sounds so cool and like so like I I took I then took it back to dad and I showed him that newspaper uh, like clipping it was like it was it might have been this big it might have been like five yeah yeah, cents. yeah 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 it was
0: tiny yeah totally
1: and I said like can we buy that and he went he looked at it and he read it because he, he, he's expecting you know like Star Wars or whatever and yeah. so he, he, he reads it and he's like he goes, you want to play that? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay. <laughs> and he was much more into me buying that game than he was yep. me buying, you know, another, like, you know, and he was not like video game bad or anything, but, you know, he was like very much like, oh, you know, whatever, you've got your games, fucking play them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like, yeah, this is different. Maybe he'll like this. And so then like, we went, like cheaper we, too,
0: right? Uh, yeah, I think it was like, I think
1: it was probably 12 bucks. 30 bucks. No, nah, it was cheaper than that. It was, it was, it was real cheap. Right. Um, and and like dad played it as well, and dad thought it was great. Um, but it was like a whole thing where it was like, yeah, like that was that was the beginning of me saying like, oh, that looks weird. I want to play that. I guess
0: right. Um, yeah, fair enough. I, I do remember the first time playing that in the lounge room, and mum and and maybe like my brother or his partner being like, Oh wow, this is cool. And, mm. and like handing off to somebody like, Oh, you want to try just hop press any button and you go forward and turn the controller and it's like, oh, this is weird. Yeah.
1: And it's like it's it's still looks incredible. I don't know how, but it still looks incredible. When it came to PS4, if you own it on PS3, you got it on a PS4 immediately, which was like amazing. Oh um, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had a PS3 back compat. That's amazing. Flower, journey and uh flow. Flow. All of them. Um, which was so cool. Um, mm. And yeah, which also means you can play it on PS5. Um, still looks great. Played it on yep. PC not too long ago. Still looks great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that game is, that game is amazing. Yeah. All, all all three of those games are. Uh, let's see what here. All of, what? What do you got? What do I got? All of these are sequels. All of these are twos. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to start from the bottom and go up. We have Left 4 Dead 2. So this was before I had a PC. I must have gotten a the PC the, the year after um, as, a, as a present from my dad. Uh, but Left 4 Dead 2 came out at the same time, or around about the same time, that the Steam for Mac client launched. I, I remember that time. That was the first, and that was
1: when I made a Steam account.
0: Right. Yes. I had made one already because of, again, my, my stepbrother's computer. Um. So I think I'd owned it and played it a bit on his first, but I couldn't always play it. And it wasn't on my terms and he'd come home and I couldn't play it anymore. And like, but then it was ready on Mac I could play it on Mac if I want. And mom had this relatively new iMac, which honestly was probably not quite up to the task, but it was enough up to it that I could, that I did play hours and hours of this game on it. But to get Steam working on the iMac, I needed like the newest version of Mac OS. So I asked someone at school and they gave me their install disc and I I got like, I needed like Snow Leopard or something at minimum to run it. So upgraded the the OS on the computer then I downloaded Steam and then I had it. And our internet was low, like like slow, so I I couldn't download Left 4 Dead that month. So I downloaded like Altitude, which was this like 2D dogfighting crap game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I played far too much of that. Uh and then I played so much Left 4 Dead 2. And I would like and I like, I like moved the computer from like the tiny desk into like the the desk in the the, the, the kitchen table because it was closer to the router and I could I could hardwire it in and like all this random shit and I just played a bunch of Left 4 Dead on this crappy mouse and keyboard and this computer that wasn't really up to task. Man, I, I love Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead 2 is so good. Like the campaigns in it are great. The voice lines are like, they are iconic to me at this point. I think the gameplay is still solid to this day. There are People on Steam who I don't really talk to anymore because that would be weird, but yeah. who I who I like met on Left 4 Dead and then like would squad up with them and we'd play a bunch and then I'd friend them and we'd do it again the next day and ah oh, I I really really like Left 4 Dead.
1: I I miss that even boat. the
0: censored version which which we did have in Australia which I did have.
1: I I did miss that boat. Um, because mm. I didn't play it till way later. I didn't play it until the PS. Four came out, I think. Like I played oh, it. Oh wow! Like, yeah, like and like not not like I didn't play it on the PS4, but like I didn't play it until around the 2013 2014 time. Um, yeah. Like when I played it, it was cool, but I could tell that what I was playing, I was not. I was not. I, I was missing it something.
0: Does, it, it does feel a bit dated. Yeah. Um, and I can imagine. Yeah, if you don't have that. That nostalgia for it, like one of the one of the first YouTubers I watched and really enjoyed was it was like a Left 4 Dead two funny moments video, and like that's that's a part of it as well, you know. Like yeah, it was it was a moment. It's the kind of way that I, because I didn't have an Xbox, I I missed Halo, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: right, yeah. It it, it, it similar feeling. I I I can imagine that.
0: Like mm. you know, it's good. You know, you'd probably enjoy it. Yeah don't have it yeah
1: um all right i'll I'll briefly going off that halo 3 odst came out in
0: 2009
1: Mm -hmm. uh i think did you get it on launch no i got it close i think i got a ps3 around so i think i got a 360 around 2009 2010 um because my p my 360 was bundled in with odst so that would have been a close launch.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, within six months, surely.
1: Yeah. Um. Would so you actually might not know this? Halo Three ODST is a two-disc game.
0: Yes, because the second disc is the Halo Three multiplayer, right? Yes,
1: but every aspect of the Halo Three multiplayer. So it is the, it oh, is it's all the DLC. It is yeah, it yeah, it yeah. is called the Mythic disc. It it included yes. every DLC pack for Halo Three. Um, yep. which was awesome it was so cool and it also meant that all of the halo 3 achievements that you were getting worked from the odst disc because it wasn't like an odst SKU running the game it was yeah a halo 3 disc just without the campaign mm-hmm. um that also meant that every now and again i'd make friends with like playing halo 3 online only to then say hey do you want that only for them to say hey like let's jump in campaign for a little bit and like me saying like i don't have it
0: i uh, yeah
1: and then i had to go out and get it um and they were like what (laughs) no like everyone knew who was playing it but it was just like oh like you just have odst sort of thing um but yeah odst was so cool it was the first five the first halo with firefight first like first semi open world-esque game that that halo did um really cool story great cast aside from one bad egg um you know, like or, nah, we didn't know he was bad at the time, we didn't know he was uh, mm, I don't know when gamergate happened, um
0: I think it was like the next year
1: right um we we were both too young to know what gamergate was though at that at that moment,
0: I think no oh, man, you weren't I was when it when it happened i i I was well aware of what was happening when it happened
1: I, I yeah, I wasn't at all, I wasn't following those those circles just yet, like i was I was following game announcements, but the actual like Anybody doing games like adjacent media I that was hmm. I was not I was not following just yet aside from of good games saying
0: that GamerGates happened started in 2014
1: Yeah right Um uh regardless ODST was fucking really sick really cool
0: um It's a very very good style I remember seeing it and being like this is a very like, like stylistically, as in, like, artistically, it looks very cool. Like, the style of the game is quite different, which I thought was strange. That sort of, like, way less health, way weaker, you're not a Spartan kind of a deal. It it, it didn't seem that appealing to me as someone who wasn't into the franchise already, or who, who wanted to be but wasn't. Um,
1: yeah, like, and it was but, weird for me because I'd, I'd, I'd never played... Like, I'd played some of Halo 1, but not You probably. played the Halo
0: 1 demo. Yeah, yeah. Um...
1: And so then, yeah, when fucking ODST comes out and I play it, I'm like sitting here I'm like, this is what I thought Halo was, but I don't really know what Halo is. And so like, this is yeah. just kind of like a weird entry point, but like really cool.
0: Um, when we're in the break, let's listen to that song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any, anything else on ODST? Awesome music. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a fun campaign. I playing that with you the, the, the a year or two ago. That's a fun campaign.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is solid and it's got really great, like awesome moments.
0: Yeah, oh, fuck it. maybe maybe it's time. Maybe it's time we go back through.
1: Yeah, go, go back through, play them all again.
0: Because Ollie Ollie got me to reinstall Master Chief Collection. I might. Good. I might. I
1: don't know. I I didn't realize you uninstalled it.
0: With a fresh install, because oh, I, I okay. didn't want to have the same situation where I had to wipe my entire hard drive to get rid of the previous users' Microsoft Store downloads. I just I just cleared everything.
1: Yeah, right. That's fair. Uh,
0: another game here. We've got Uncharted 2: Among Thieves. I don't think I played it this year, but it is the year it came out, and it is an imp- it, it's a, it's a it's an important game. This is a game I um, uh, that my brother's friend let me borrow as like a, oh, you, you know, you got a PS3, you got to play this. It was, it was Bayonetta and, and Uncharted 2. And I, I didn't play that much Bayonetta because Bayonetta is really hard. And I got stuck on something really early. Um, but man, Uncharted 2 was so fun. I, I don't have that many specific memory, memories um, of playing it the first time. Yeah, right. I do remember just really enjoying it and it being, I, like just that initial like climbing the train and like there's a bullet wound and like and I'm like, oh this is so it it felt so different. Like yeah. this cartoony stylistic art style, but it's like a it's it's like a movie game. It the gameplay is great, but it looks really good and there's all this acting and character and it's like a modern day shooter story, but it's not like it's not like COD. It's, it's not war. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of is in that one in because that you're you're fighting that you go to you go to um Nepal and and there's the, the there's the war general who is looking for the oh, looking for, right. um
1: Yeah, but it it's 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 Indiana Jones yeah, war. No. It's not like yeah. it's not military.
0: Exactly. It's not it's not Ura's and and AC one thirties. Yeah. It's uh yeah It. I I can't tell you that much more about my first time playing it, except I did play a bunch of the multiplayer and I really enjoyed it. And I remember playing it when my uh, some of my relatives came down and and my cousins like watching me play. I was like, oh, what are you playing? Let me let me watch you play this. And <laughs> and he would just laugh because like some of the like you know the like level 100 skins was like the skeleton of Sir Nathan Drake and the skeleton of Marco Polo and like so this and like the further you got, you could like add flames to them when like one of them had a turban on. And so, the, so he's laughing because I'm playing and I get like punched out by this skeleton on fire yeah. running around with an AK. And then you you follow them around for a few seconds in the, in the kill cam He's just laughing and screaming. That was funny. It stuck with me for some reason. That had the, that had the map. I can't remember whether in the multiplayer map it had that, that high rise tower that went, down that would like got shot out the and went sideways or not. I can't remember if that was only a single player moment. It probably was. I don't remember.
1: I didn't play the, I don't the think, multiplayer I don't think that was for multiplayer the previous games. Moment. I played the multiplayer for four and that was it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the multiplayer for two and three was legit. It was good. It was simple.
1: Yeah, they were they they were cool. I only played these games on the PS4 so I missed out on on the on the on the on the, on the original launches. Because I, I played this game leading into four when the collection came out.
0: Oh wow, that's amazing!
1: Yeah, I, I burnt out at the, like at the beginning of three, and then came back to it, and then did four.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, what else you got, Jeremy? Last one, Pokemon Hot Gold
1: Soul Silver came out that year.
0: the 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 Pokemon games of myth for me. Yeah, oh, have you not played them? No, no, I haven't. Uh, the- and all I hear about is how amazing they are. Yeah. I think it's, I think it might be time I get a copy.
1: Oof, pricey. I know, I know.
0: We, we've got a. I was gonna say we've got a friend from from our old work, but then I was like, no, he's not gonna part with it.
1: Yeah, like I I am also a friend from work with a copy of it, and I'm not getting rid of mine. Um, mm. yeah, they uh That was that was a that's a good one. That's a real good one they made there. Um, the Gen Four engine. Yep, yeah, but on. But on a, on a, on a, on a, in a different you know in in the in the Kanto and then the Johto region, I don't remember from mm-hmm. getting those mixed up. The realization that you go back to the first, uh, like region after you after yeah. you go through it, because I didn't really know.
0: Well, yeah, I was because I was going to say that was in the original Game Boy game, but that's so cool that the people who played it on D that's like a bunch of the people who played on DS didn't. No, themselves. Did,
1: I, I didn't I didn't look anything up. I was like, oh cool, they're have made those ones which I didn't play. Yeah. Because I didn't have a Game Boy. I can go through it. And then, you know, this whole like you get to, you get the you get Charizard and Ivasaur and, and the other one. Um it's like you know, so fucking sick. And then fucking getting to the top of the mountain and seeing red at the top. Yeah. And then fighting him. It's like, oh fuck, he's the guy from the first game, yeah. that was me. Um <laughs> Just unreal. Just so cool. Also,
0: one of the one of the just first remakes as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. First proper full remake as opposed to like you know oh we've made yellow. Um, mm-hmm. really sick fucking game. Oh. Just so cool. I
0: found a seller on eBay who's selling heart gold and soul silver for eighty bucks.
1: I think it's worth Flat- it. For- platinum for seventy. Okay, so neither of those are going to be genuine. Um, I think what, what that, do
0: you mean? <laughs> that's
1: far too cheap. Um, those games, look, it might just be worth getting a, get, getting a flash card of getting a 3ds flash card.
0: Yeah. It probably is just worth that at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Like don't, don't just don't fuck around.
1: Yeah. Cause you're probably not going to buy a genuine copy of those games. No, like, anyway I don't, for that I cheap. don't,
0: I don't need the case. Yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm like, yeah
1: yeah the reason I got a case is because I don't have my old copy of hard gold anymore, and so when silver when Sol silver came into the shop that I used to work at, I then bought yeah, it going for a
0: di- for a reasonable price yeah
1: i' yeah I've not even played it yet <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well that's not unusual for you yeah <laughs> uh so how much like was this after you played pearl yes
1: yes 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 yes. Pearl, I think, is still my favorite, but like, it's hard to say if Heart Gold is not the best.
0: <laughs> so you did Pearl, Heart Gold, and then Platinum. Yep. Wow. And
1: then some, and somewhere in between, there Sapphire and Emerald.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Good. Good run.
0: <laughs> you went. You went deep and hard into the, some of the best Pokemon there's ever been. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Good fucking run.
0: I didn't realise you'd done all of them so densely packed together. Uh last one I've got here for me is Assassin's Creed 2. I've also got above this is like, oh, where where was where was Carrie at, at the time? I've already I've already mentioned the PC situation, but um in terms of consoles, I got my P I was I was a I was a Nintendo kid. In 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 the sense of like, you know, got an N sixty four, mostly for my brother when I was, like, three. That was for, like, the both of us. Mm. It's like, a Christmas present for the both of us. That's because my brother was, like, 13, right? And we had cousins who were really into this stuff and he had friends at school who were really into that stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I reaped the benefits. That meant I, I I had a brother who played Ocarina of Time and and we had Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart. and Anyway, point being, I've, I've gone way too far back. Then we, I bought a GameCube, uh, got a PS2 for Christmas at some point, and then... Uh, I got a Wii when it came out on on Backwater, like a few months after it came out because they were so hard to get for a little while. Little little did we know how hard things would be to get in the future. Um, <laughs> and so I was always, this was, this was me up until, basically up until the PS3. I was never really into those sort of more intense, violent games. Um, it'd be fun playing Halo at Tom's because it was sort of a, it was like a it's just the thing I wouldn't do at home same with GTA like I didn't have GTA at home but like playing it with friends if we go over to their house it's like oh this is cool and kind of violent and we're probably a bit young to be doing this and I know that but like yeah oh, but like fine. but yeah. like
1: hey I've got a printout of, of of a bunch of cheats we can put in right you know totally like, like, exactly hey, like, want to drive here's, a tank through here's a city a tank
0: here's a mini gun yeah like let's just let's just mess around and like I'd gotten into Assassin's Creed by this point. I'd sort of branched out a bit. So this was me getting the PS3 and sort of being like, I'm going to own that. I want to play these more mature games. I'm not just going to be stuck on the Wii playing and enjoying Boom Blocks and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. Like those games were cool, but it was, it got to a point. I was like, I need something that I could play Assassin's Creed 2 on. I want to play Final Fantasy 13. I want to play like... I got into that stuff. Maybe I want to play Call of Duty Black Ops when it comes out. And so this was the start of that. And Assassin's Creed 2 came with the PS3. It was the PS, PS3 Slim. It had a really decent hard drive size that I never got anywhere close to feeling because I didn't do that much digital. But it was a good bundle. I saved for it. I got my brother. It was like, hey, Dan, I really want to get this game with the with the console. And can you pay the like 70 or 80 bucks that I don't have. I only had like 400 420 or something. Can you pay the rest and I'll pay you back over the next couple of weeks with my pocket money? He was like, Yeah, okay, we'll do that. And so he drove me down to the the EB games in Heidelberg that doesn't exist anymore. And we bought it. And so that was that was that's my like PS3 moment. And so that's that's kind of what I think of when I think of Assassin's Creed 2. Not just loving that game and and platinuming it, but and then buying the DLC for it, which I'd never done before. <laughs> but also, buying the game and getting, that was like the start of me, like owning, owning my gaming as like a passion, you know, that I that I went forward myself. This wasn't bought for me. I, I yes. bought the whole thing myself. Yeah. And like, and people didn't know what this other thing was, but I knew what it was. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I wanted it. And yeah. no one else was getting it so I could play it on their other system where I could borrow it. You know, this is something I was doing for me. And it's a good fucking game. It's an amazing game. I've flattened it twice. Yeah, right. Story's still one of the best in the series. It was still when they cared about Desmond and that story was coherent, which I enjoyed. Uh, and the gameplay's immaculate. I mean, it, my, my history with Assassin's Creed is well-storied on this podcast and the website, but uh, man.
1: Good what fucking a game. Pretty good, yeah. Good
0: game. Yeah, yeah, a really good year. It's like not varied, one of those like is this year. the best year of games? I don't think it's one of those, no. but like a lot of a lot of cool things. Definitely. Like the st- the very first Borderlands and Arkham games. Mm. First Dragon Age game, braid, infamous, yeah. prototype. Like there's so many things in here that that are unique. Even Halo 3 ODST, right? It's more Halo 3, but it's kinda not. It's kinda different. You know? yeah. Yeah. Minecraft. Mm. What a year! What a year! Well, everyone, we're going to go on a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about games, including a spoiler discussion for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, we'll we'll highlight that ahead of time so you won't be spoiled, but uh, that's coming up. Stick right with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast you're just joining us in the podcast, you've missed a, a very strange break. We spoke, Jeremy. Why did we start speaking about saxophones again? Like we listened to the saxophones. Halo music. Oh yeah, we, talk, we we listened to Halo Three ODST, and then I was talking about cheap saxophones, and then I got out my saxophone to look at, and then I tried to play it into the microphone, and Discord wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't hear it. Yeah, so yeah, it, it was not a
1: fan of the of the the frequency of the notes coming.
0: I was just basically playing to myself for, the, for the five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Riveting content. <laughs> uh, and now it is behind me in frame. My 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 big beat up Barry Sachs. Uh, But that's not what we're here to talk about now. Uh, we were going to talk about Pokemon and Sifu. These are both games that we'll have more to say on later uh, as I'm, I'm just, I'm at the very end of Sifu, but I haven't finished it yet. And Jeremy's playing more Pokemon. Um, but what we do have to talk about is God of War Ragnarok. Now, this, this is your time to avoid spoilers, not just for, oh, like, I didn't want to know about this. No, no, no. We are, this is it. Jeremy has finished the game, which means that he and I are finally on par with where we're at to, with what we've experienced with the game. We're going to talk about it now. We've been talking about it for a few weeks on and off. Um, I think this is probably going to be our button on it. This is this is probably going to be the end of our God of War discussion on Minimap. map. Uh, so we're gonna we're kind of going to go for it. Yeah. Which means that this is your don't don't be here. You don't want to listen to this if you haven't finished the game. Basically, we're going to be talking about a whole number of things, um, not just like oh I can't believe X happened at the end of X. Like not just that, but like a whole bunch of random stuff along the way, twists and turns and character motives and developments and stuff that would. Genuinely spoil your enjoyment of the game, I think, if you heard it early and you plan on playing it. So come back later if you have finished the game. Uh, But if you haven't, I strongly recommend, if you are interested in playing these games at all, which I would recommend at least trying before making that decision, uh, maybe don't listen to this bit until you've figured out whether you're ever going to play these games or not, and then maybe play them first.
1: So... So succinct as always,
0: Gary... (laughs) Thanks, Jeremy. Uh in our Jeremy, show timings, think-
1: I'm gonna start adding an extra minute <laughs> just to the hey, to the coming back from the break.
0: We always hey, no, that's I'm I'm going to bat for this one. We always add a few minutes of buffer coming in and out of the breaks, and it's for shit like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's already in there. Don't you dare add another minute. We're already accommodating for my bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh Jeremy, you finished the game. I finished the game. I, I was trying to remember what you were up to last week. And I think you were like I got in the spear. You'd got in the spear, you kinda of only just got in the spear, right?
1: That that was that was like the big thing that, that I was up yeah. to.
0: Yeah, oh, and then he went to he went to Kratos went to sleep and then it was another Atreus section. Yeah. 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 So he had like another quarter to a third of the game left.
1: Yeah, like a, a solid chunk. Um I had yeah. like a little party on Saturday and so Sunday I was feeling quite seedy. And so I woke up and played a bunch of it then sort of like sat on the couch and then didn't play any for a little bit and then stopped and then just decided, well, I guess I'll keep playing and then just picked up the controller again and then continued to play.
0: (laughs) I guess guess I won't do anything else. Well, I I literally
1: sat there like, I actually don't want to do anything today. So I'm just going to pick up the controller and continue doing what I was doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was funny. You were, you were sending me messages and Discord isn't sending me phone messages at the moment ever since my computer didn't turn on properly on Sunday. Um. And so I wasn't getting notifications, but you are sending me like a screenshot of, a, of an endgame area, which is just fucking gorgeous. Um, but you, had, you were exclusively talking to me about where you are up to in the game through jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and I had no idea I, how I did to engage with you. On the, you were like, I, I just killed Toby Ziegler with an axe. I'm like, I don't know how to engage with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm funny. Or like, oh uh, you you show me the picture of that beautiful area. It's like, oh man, I can't wait for photo mode. First thing I do I want to do when I go there, if when I where we get it is go there. And like reiterating again, this is a spoiler zone. Get out. I'm about to yeah. it's this yeah. is it. Yeah. But then you send a message being like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to take a, a photo with Brock's corpse. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Like that's how you, that's that's how you started it, and I was like, I wanted to talk to you about what you thought about that story moment and the twist, and I haven't spoken to anyone about how like intense that scene was, and you come in with this bullshit, and I know because you're you're thinking like, oh, someone's gonna do that on Twitter and like aren't photo modes and in game silly and stuff like that, but yeah. you just totally like just broke that. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna not engage with this too much tonight. <laughs> so what do, what's your vibe just give me just give me just give me the vibe just give me your loose vibe right now and then we'll get into I'll get into some questions and we'll we'll bounce off and we'll bounce around it's fine it's fine it's the fine. game's fine story's fine ending's fine what's fine the whole thing God of War Ragnarok the whole game is fine it's fine
1: fine to good
0: like a seven-ish
1: yeah like a 7.5 for me like i played it i got through it i have i have issues with it a lot of it was pretty good um not all of it um i think it's 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 messy and a little bit confused yeah um i agree with that i think it's it's got some really strong moments and some moments that are just should not be in the game at all um or some things that maybe shouldn't be in the game at all. Like, the, the, so, like, all right, let's, let's, let's... Like Atreus. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't think necessarily Atreus needs to... Like, his label section shouldn't be in the game, but I think they... Like, okay. I, th- I think that's a different... I think it's a different game, is the thing. Um, uh, let's, let's, let's just talk about the story first. Let's go through all the story. Um, yeah. Just in terms of, like, how we felt about it. Um, yeah. I think that this is a better story than the first one um
0: okay yeah right for me that's that's kind of where i was where i had landed
1: yeah uh yeah i think overall i enjoyed the the story as a whole in this one more than the last one um and and, like a a, a big part of that is that um there's more than one woman in this story um Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know uh
0: you did it yeah they
1: they did it um (laughs) Uh, there's there's a, there's a larger cast of characters in this in this game. Um, that I think will allow for more interesting perspectives. Um, and I think at times they failed to give you those perspectives in a way that really meant anything. Um, right. Th- this game is a game, realistically, about four people. Being Kratos, Atreus, Odin, and Freya, and everyone yeah. else is very secondary. Maybe, maybe yeah. larger parts than than they were in the previous game if they are returning characters, but still definitely very secondary to everybody else. Um, yeah, and that is that is shown because a lot of the things that they do are very much um, side quest things. Um, or
0: nothing companions.
1: Yeah. Or just like bit characters. Um, uh, but they are, they are serving these four, these four larger than life characters. Um, in the God of war, the all father Freya and Atreus slash Loki. Yeah. Um, I still don't know what name he prefers. Yeah. Which is weird.
0: Um, I think he is Atreus at the end of the day and, like, Loki was what he was meant to be and, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It's strange that, like, Odin wants to call him that. And, like... And
1: he seemed pretty fine with either, but there was, a, like, a, a long part of that game where I just I couldn't figure out how much he really cared about one or the other. Um,
0: yeah. It's, um, it's funny because he says at the start of the game, he's like, we should be out there finding out who I am, who Loki is. They don't really and do I that. Think it's, yeah, not really. And that's part of what I was saying at the, when, when we were talking last week about how like you find Tyr and then he doesn't know what else to do, so he goes and speaks to Freya, which is a god-awful idea. And then they come back with another plan. He's like, right, let's do that. And then he's like, oh, I'm angry. And then he he ends up in Jordenheim. And, and then he like gets angry and just goes to Asgard for some reason. Like, why would he do that? And like helps Odin for some reason and then like he gets upset one time because he did a bad thing and he's just like I wanna go home now. It's like what? But yeah, I think he I think he just he just is Atreus. Like
1: Yeah. Oh like he, and, he he is his character but it's just like I don't I like he also like the ending of the game is him
0: just leaving Can we talk about that ending? Yeah. Now that now that you've brought it up, so like you you're you're in Asgard. You fight Odin. the The fight's over. Odin's Odin's dead. Ragnarok comes. Freyr tries to save everyone with with Ingrid and his sword and stops the rock from Freyr. destroying the Freyr. Yeah, it's really hard to say with our accent. Yeah. Um. Enough so that Angerboda can come with Fenrir and everyone can leave together. Uh, except for Freya because he he's he part of his initial Norse story is to fight uh Surta at, at Ragnarok um, and so he dies there and everyone everyone escapes but in kind of like a like Atreus like like bumps into Kratos to like bump him into the 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 world tear the realm tear and so then you don't know what happens to Atreus like it looks like Atreus gets left behind cuz he like he sacrifices himself or something and then you get that really weird shot, that like GoPro shot of Kratos running through the mist. It's like Atreus. <laughs> it's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, that was bad. And then you wake up as Atreus, and he's he's like hit his head or something. Also,
1: they f- broke their rule of no cuts.
0: Kinda, yeah. Well, because it just goes to white. It's like a hidden cut, but yeah, it's yeah.
1: They broke their rule of no cuts. It's like a time jump. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Like, what the fuck is the point of that?
0: Yeah, but outside of that, so Atreus wakes up. He's like, "Oh, I have to find father," and so he walks. Up, they're you're in they're in this hold in Midgard, and he 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 says hi to the Valkyries, and and he walks past, and he he says hi to Throod and uh, um, Sif, Sif, Elena, uh, <laughs> Elena, yeah, Elena from Uncharted. Oh, really. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. and he starts saying, "Thanks for helping us. Uh, I hope you make a good Valkyrie one day." He's like, "Why are you saying goodbye? You just woke up from a concussion." And then he's like, "Thanks, Dad. You're not Dad, Mamiya. You're like a second dad to me. You're you're so. You're, thank you so much." He's he's like, "Ah, oh, thanks, lad." He's like, "Why are you just saying goodbye to everyone?" Yeah. And then he gets to the top of the mountain, and they're like, "We have to show you something," and we show you this shrine. And he's like, "Dad, I have to go." All parts of my being are saying I have to go. And Kratos is like, okay. And then Atreus, like, he walks out of the cave and he turns around with his foot on the rock and he looks back at Kratos and the camera and then he walks out of view and he's gone. And that's it. Yeah. For fucking no reason at all. And, like, I don't don't necessarily mind the whole, like, oh, I have to find the giants. I have to help the giants. I'm being, this is my calling. Sure. But why the fuck is it just like that? The only instance where, sorry, this this is me not really being able to talk to anyone about this (laughs) for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was something I just immediately picked up on. I was like, I guess they just wanted to make sure everyone saw it. So it was part of the game before the credits. So people didn't like clock off. But I really wish this was like, like, this is, this is what you get for 100%ing the game. Maybe you get to choose between Atreus and Freya after the credits, and you bump around the overworld, and maybe you get a bit of dialogue from Atreus, being like, I feel something calling to me, or I feel a responsibility, or I don't feel complete after after Ragnarok, right? But you don't get any of that. He's just like, it, it's like Poochie in The Simpsons. He's like, <laughs> I, must I have to go now. My people need me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that whole section was was nice but forced, I felt. Yes. Yeah, it 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 so, it, it
1: was it was it it's it wrapped up too quickly so quickly in a game that already had dramatic pacing issues. Yeah. Um and yeah, that part isn't good. That part didn't make any sense. Um I I don't really understand a lot of the I understand the, the what the game was telling, but the characters shouldn't have believed what was happening. Right, everyone yeah. everyone was making decisions that weren't in line with things that had just happened. You know, like
0: wh- Freya gives um gives Atreus back the mistletoe necklace. It's like, all right, this is still the thing that killed your son. Like you, this is not a thing about honor. This is not a thing about. Oh, you've earned this. This is not a thing that Freya cares about. This is a this is a bad this is this is there's is no way that this is not a bad thing for Freya to be holding. Yeah. This is not a commemorative medal. This is not what Yeah. Yes. Um
1: once again, I think they don't know how to end both of their games. Um I think that they they get stuck and I think I feel a little bit more vindicated in my feelings on the first game's ending, since the game sort of took my own perspective and sort of played with it a little bit as well, um, in terms
0: of like, has Kratos really changed? Well, and...
1: like in terms of the parts where he fucking visits the Norns and they 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 mock him, they're like, yeah, oh, he's you like, tu-
0: you're just gonna do everything anyway. Yeah, he
1: says like, oh, you killed gods and now you now you're sad about it. Um,
0: yeah,
1: and like I sat there going like, fucking yeah, right. <laughs> Why did everyone yeah, right? Um so
0: Yeah, yeah. I do think they did they did great exploration of all of all of that theming.
1: Yeah, I thought the non stuff was pretty good. I enjoyed a lot of the I I enjoy the conversation of is this prophecy is avoiding prophecy gonna cause prophecy and does it really yep. matter? Um I, yep. I, I enjoyed all that stuff quite a lot, which is why I don't think that this is like a bad game with like a bad story.
0: Um Yeah, I'd say that's the core part of the entire ending of the game is is prophecy coming true or not
1: yes um and at, at, and at the end of the day, like it doesn't fucking matter like it like it, whatever happens happens and that is the world that you live in, which is which is like basically where you leave a lot of that stuff um yeah. is that like you know you might try and avoid prophecy or you might not try and avoid prophecy, but like realistically like the things that will happen are going to be caused by you, regardless, um so yes. you need to figure out what you want to do.
0: Um, and and then, that's what that's and, what and Atreus says choices. to Odin at the end, where he's like, we all make choices. There is always a choice. You did this. This was not something that you had no part in. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: I think I think the last fifth is scrambling to try and wrap everything up. Um, It is, it is, it is really, like the game really struggles actually with trying to wrap up everybody's things to the point where they don't actually wrap everything up.
0: Um, Yeah. Kind of from like the point where I was playing with you the other day on Wednesday, right? Where you like go to Vanaheim to like save, save Freya. mm -hmm. I feel like from that point, it's all like thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to As in, Is that like
1: the, is it the Heimdall part?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where you go and I didn't to go I, and save I, Freya. You have I, to. I, fight I didn't
1: know though. which Freya you meant. You were saving because you saved both yeah, of them I'm in sorry, Van Ar- Sorry, <laughs> brother Freya. Um, yeah, brother Freya. <laughs> yeah, and, and sister Freya. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, yeah that part is like because I enjoyed the Heimdall fight for the most part because it was mechanically yeah. a little bit different.
0: And then from totally the- and like writing still excellent. Like, in terms of what they're saying to each other and the characterization and all of that. I honestly think Heimdall should have been the final fight. Um, Right. Like, you kill
1: Odin and Heimdall's like, what did you do? Kinda, yeah. Or like, you know, like, I I had a good thing going, kind of like his selfishness, right? Yeah. Um, Which, you know, doesn't make sense lore-wise because he's got, like, he's got the horn of Um, But, like, it's, it's... They... I became a lot less interested once I killed Heimdall. Interesting, because um, Thor, he's kind of a bit one note. Like, I, he don't, you he don't, he don't. They don't do enough with him. Heimdall yeah, is yeah. Such...
0: By the time you start getting things done with him, the game's almost the done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's dead.
1: The the things that you do, like like Heimdall, you know what his intentions are. And he's a prick, and everyone fucking hates him, and he's great to hate he's like he's like the bowler of this game, except not nearly enough of him um but also like technically he's a very interesting character, you know him knowing yeah with his and, with his mind, with his mind his,
0: reading capacity yes
1: um and his relationship with odin what th- was interesting as well because like like he calls out like the first time you see him and 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 fucking odin is like. No, and, like, and he says to Odin, you know, like, this guy's going to try and kill you.
0: And yeah, he, yeah, he means to betray you.
1: Yeah, and he goes, like, I know. And he goes, like, but don't you want me to, like, get rid of him? And he goes, no, 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 no. Like, he's not going to kill me now. Um, mm. Like, all that stuff is good. Um, The Thrud stuff, I could take a leave. Yeah, there, it's there, fine. There are so many things happening, and so much of it feels so inconsequential by the end.
0: Yeah. Sif's in terms of what it means for the greater plot, I think that makes sense. Sif's yeah.
1: quick turn at the end because everything has to happen in the last like twenty minutes.
0: Like, like, like yeah, where suddenly 20... she saved the one Midgardian who they happen to voice. Right, and, yeah. yeah,
1: and like, you know, Thor attacking and then getting killed and like, oh, he's at his moment and he's dead. Um there's no
0: We'll say Sif's turn wasn't that quick. I just feel I I felt like they contextualized it well enough in like Niflheim where she comes to talk to Thor and she's, and she's like, we can't keep doing this. Something that, has to change. That
1: scene was so quick though. I wanted more of them being offshoots, maybe, or something. Or yeah. just do that earlier. Just do that earlier. Um,
0: yeah. Mamiya there's a, there's a scene n- in, in Asgard where you could like put your ear to the door and listen to them talk in their yeah, bedroom. I, did, I, you, I did you do that?
1: I listened to all of those. Um, they're just yep. there's like three of them was the thing and it's off camera. And so I'm like... <laughs> Like, I I'm getting a building, but I want them to do something. Um,
0: yeah. Uh... I will say what I what I really appreciate about the way they did their story was that like, you know, Atreus goes to Asgard, he kind of gets to know this sort of family unit basically, um, and then he comes back. And so I did a bit of exploring with with Atreus and Mimir and Kratos after that point, point. and Mimir starts talking to Atreus about his time in Asgard. And and Mimir says something scathing about Sif and and um, and Thor, and Trace is like, yeah, well, it seems like they've both stopped drinking. It seems like Thor maybe more recently. Uh, and Mimir's like, well, you know what? Good on them. If they're making a, a good effort for Thrud, then then good for them. And and it immediately humanizes all of the myths that we've been hearing from Mimir for the last game and a half. Sure. Of like Thor killed Hrimthur and. And, the, and all of the deception towards Odin and all of, the, all of the, just how he's, all we hear about is the death and the destruction that Thor has caused. And then we get to hear, we get to hear this side of like, Lemire has been telling these larger than life stories, but then we also hear him engage with this sort of more domestic sort of like, well, they weren't great parents to their boys, but maybe maybe this maybe this can be enough. And I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I I I enjoyed getting the second perspective of that stuff, like a more firsthand like perspective of mm. of the tales of Asgard that you hear in the first game. Mm. But I also like didn't really like believe them. Interesting. I feel like like they didn't feel like they that, that these tales that were told didn't feel like they happened in this world
0: right yeah it is almost incongruous at some point isn't it yeah
1: like there was a and i think like you know part of it is because like you know mimir like canonically is a good storyteller but the like it's it just like this doesn't feel like a world that a lot of a lot of things has happened in and i think part of that is the thing that that we spoke about a little while ago where i was saying like this game feels like a it feels like a, a theater show you know, and you, you make yep. the set of your theater show. You don't make a background set because theater shows don't have that much money or time or patience and you just don't do that. And so this had this fell into some some of those similar trappings where like, you know, Asgard, you can walk from one side to the other in about twenty minutes. Um yeah. and I'm trying to figure out like how the like, aren't there like a million like Asgardian gods? Like there's like a lot of them. And, like, some of them, like, yes, and they're in different realms and stuff. And some of them are dead and all that stuff is fine. But, like, I'm just, like, it's just a very small... It's, it's a group. village. <laughs> yeah. And, like, part of it being a, a story and a tale is, like, this this idea that, um, you know, if things happen at the time that they do because that is when the story is written. Um, but, like, the idea that, you know, like, it's uh, Sif, and, and Sif and Thor's kid is the same age as Atreus... Um, and it, like it, it's there's just funny. There's funny coincidences because that's how that works. Um, but it feels like no one has really been there for that long. Like Odin feels like yeah. he's like 90 years old. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. not like an old man. Like you know the the um, old mate uh, Hannibal Lecter from the Marvel movies who plays Odin. Um,
0: oh. Uh... And, and the, and, and the Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. So Anthony yeah. Hopkins.
1: He, he feels fucking ancient.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Even Thor feels like he's been around for a long time. He talks about how old he is. He talks about, you know, like, you know, like, I'm 4,000 years old and I've killed twice as many people or whatever. Like, right? you know, like, yeah. you feel like he's, he's knowledgeable in, in the various things. Um. And I think a lot of the characters here, like, they didn't feel... And I'm not saying that they they needed to copy more Marvel version of Norse mythology, but like they didn't really feel that intelligent or wise. Odin felt like he, he knew things and he was hiding things, but you know, like Thor felt like just a sixty year old piece of shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, it is funny. It, I, got, I got when more they age. humanized them like that. They did they did ground it like almost too much. Yeah. I think I think that is fair.
1: Yeah, like I got more age from Kratos talking about t- talking more about Greece, talking more about his days in Olympus. There was yeah, his
0: brother, and yeah, yeah,
1: like his brother, him talking about, you know, like different weapons. He, you know, when he gets the spear in the first time and he talks about, you know, like this is like a spear we used as a Spartan, him saying mm. Spartan even reminds you that, like, this is that guy, him talking about his family. Um, from from Greece him talking about you know going to Olympus you know they do some of that in 2018 but it felt like a a bit more hand wavy this felt like it, there was a genuine reason to bring up a lot of that stuff
0: yeah totally good. I really Almost. liked how they wove it in yeah um he's accepting parts of himself as well it's part of like him being able to accept himself was yeah. the whole part of 2018 in a way like yeah or ex- at least accept more of himself
1: yeah yeah um, and weirdly, I thought Mamiya was had nothing to do.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I he was there.
1: He yeah, he was. He's the funny guy you talk to. I enjoyed his relationship with Kratos more, but Mamiya didn't do anything.
0: That's true. And they they kind of MacGuffin'd him as much as they could in 2018. Like like you need me to show you where to go, so cut off my head. Uh, Atreus is sick, so I'm your only companion for right now. Oh, I'm figuring stuff out. Oh, we need to use your bifrost eye. Oh, you only have one of them because Odin took the other one. Where is the other one? Like,
1: yeah. But he, yeah. Was, he was, was. I feel like it would have been a purpose. bit trite. But yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, and yeah, I guess finally, like, well, like not finally. There's two more characters that we got to get through for the story, or two two more groups of characters. One of them is Tia. Um, who? What
0: did What did you think? I What happened to him? You never. You were never with Tia. Oh, it was always Odin? You were never ever with Tyr. Oh, okay. You were always, 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 always with Odin.
1: Ah. Okay. Did you not get that? I I, I couldn't I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was a if it was a Tear was kidnapped at the last moment, briefly. Like
0: you freed Tyr and then and then Odin took Tyr away again. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were never with Tyr. You were always with Odin's facsimile. Well, you were always with Odin. It was just Odin himself.
1: Right. I don't think that's very clever.
0: Not sure. But how I, did you...
1: I, I don't think that's clever only because I'm sitting here waiting for Tyr to do something. I'm waiting it for...
0: It does feel weird, doesn't it?
1: Tyr, like, like, didn't... Like, Tyr was giving his perspective of I'm not going to fight sort of thing, but, like, but he's... <laughs>
0: I did t- yeah, that, Well that's that's because Tia wasn't there to help you. No, I know. Tia was there to spy on you. And I, I, I understand, and like, I understand context, all of that. It makes sense of all of those previous actions, but you're right. It does make the first twenty to thirty hours of the game a bit of a gigantic question mark. And it's also a kind of a, like, like what are we
1: doing here? It's kind of a cheap trick of like, you know like a you know I don't think that adds to the previous conversations you had with Tia. In air quotations, to know. Well, yeah, that. it
0: only takes away from them, right? Because yeah. you can't believe anything that happened with Tyr.
1: Yeah, but also you don't, you didn't really learn a whole lot from them back then. Nope. Like, so it's not like it's not like he's feeding you lies and you're going off and doing things that are like really fucked.
0: You're not. Yeah, no. You're not working
1: was, for Odin. He's just there to sit and watch.
0: Yeah, he's there to understand what's going on. So it's like. It recontextualizes when Atreus goes back after Heimdall is killed and he's like, apparently Heimdall's dead. You Do you know anything about that? He knows. Sure. He knows firsthand. Not only does he like probably know, he actually knows sure. what but happened.
1: Like, he could have also just easily have known all this because he's the Allfather. There are so many avenues of him knowing that stuff because he's got... Oh, yeah, but like Earth's just saying like he's everywhere. the
0: Allfather he knows, I feel is a bit cheap. This being the way that he does it makes more sense because it's not just it when you... There is more stuff you find out in the post game. There apparently is so much content in the post game, and there's there's only a little bit i found. But there is an Asgardian prison you can find, and it's full that the, the prisoners who are in there are people that Odin impersonated. Right. So there's there's a dwarf apparently who you can see in Svartalfheim, and there's there's a light elf, and there's a you know the travelers with the big swords. Um, and it's sort of about how he can he can he's been affecting things all over the place quietly right um and i think that is that's a much more explainable understandable way of this is why he knows this is why he has control because he's been exerting his knowledge and control and gaining it surreptitiously
1: i think my immediate response to that is i don't care
0: And honestly, I think that's fair because they don't really give that to you. No that's they like don't. that's a reading that that I've gotten a lot out of with as much as I've put into it kind of a deal. And like
1: you know like like that stuff can be written really well and can be great and can be useful to the story. But like when I'm missing something from the story because I'm not going to do that side stuff, then yeah, that's no longer side stuff. Yes, I'm not confused. I'm I'm confused because your lack of being able to tell me the right information, not from you putting it in a different place that I haven't been to yet. It's no, no, no. I've done the story. Yeah, totally. Um, you yeah, know, it's a long story.
0: Really there's, long. There's a lot of it
1: that fucking didn't really need to be there.
0: Yeah, and when you when you contextualize that Tia was never Tia, it it all of a sudden makes the the sort of tail chasing that happens in the first 15 hours of the game even more circuitous, right? Because, like, okay, um, bloody uh, Atreus wants to find Tyr at the start of the game. He finds those shrines, and it's like, okay, let's go and find Tyr. And they're like, where is he? A burning, burning soil? And, like, they, they try and riddle that out. And they're like, is he in Musfelheim? No, probably not, but maybe a mine. And maybe that's just a misreading of that line and he's somewhere else, or maybe he's dead, right? But it plays into then they, they go to Durlin, Derlin is in Odin's pocket, he thinks he knows where Tyr is, Tyr is where Odin put Tyr. Yeah. And Odin is has has is has found a way to install himself in there in a circle. And then they don't know what to do because Tyr's this 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 traumatized prisoner of war. Which makes sense, which I thought was an interesting dynamic, but also it was fake. Yeah. We find out. Yeah, uh, we have that Atreus section. We go to Alfheim, and Tier is interesting to be around, wonderfully performed, yeah. an excellent presence. And we find out it's all fake. So then, like, maybe do we really care that much? Like, it makes me care a lot about. Makes me care about it a way less, honestly. Yeah. That's the thing, and like the other thing is, like because we know that that's a fake, like if we play it through the second time around, I think it's going to feel even more like, why are we even doing this? Why are we even here?
1: Yeah yeah the 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 best part about stories that have characters that are that are intentionally you know giving misinformation or, or misdirecting the protagonists, um, is when you can go back to them a second time and see those things happening but but you need to be able to see those those quiet moments as having a purpose yeah. you know if if like, if you watch knives out there's a, there's a moment at the beginning where the I'm gonna, knives out yeah I'm I'm going to I'm going to spoil the 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 Ryan Johnson's 2018 or 2019 which is a
0: wonderful who done it so yeah. I recommend you watch yeah, it.
1: yeah go watch it um uh it's it's Chris Evans um Chris Evans is the one that after a bunch of, you know, and that's not even the whole story, but like, he's the villain, right? And he's, he's, he's the baddie yeah. of the whole story. Um, there's a moment fairly early on where um, uh, the main character, um, what's her name? Um, uh, fuck,
0: what is her
1: name? Yeah, I... um, Marta? No. Yeah, that's her name. But what's, what's, what's the actor's name?
0: Um, Ana de Amas. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Amas yeah. goes and sees Chris Evans because Chris Evans picks her up um, after her fa- after his family is like just just bombarding her with questions and overloading her because she's inherited yeah. everything and all this thing, all this stuff, right? Um,
0: yeah, and, and he he gets the info out of her because he wants to listen, but also he kind of bribes it out of her.
1: Yeah, well, like he he says like, hey, like, get in, let, let's go for a drive. He's the arch uh, of the family. The family doesn't like him either. He doesn't like the family, and so yeah,
0: but he does the thing with the vomiting thing where he's like, I know you can't lie. Here's a bucket. Tell me the truth. Yes.
1: Yes. But, but he also, there's a moment where like they sit in a diner and they eat and she gives him information. And it looks like a genuine scene where he's acting, you know, like we're both outcasts from our family. I understand it, you know, all this stuff. And, and she's confiding in him. And you watch it yep. again, and you can see moments where he's actually getting information. he's finding out stuff from this this moment of of um openness between the two that he then does use later um mm-hmm. and he and she feeds him more information, which then happens again later on, and there's more like oh my God, like the killer and all this stuff like what is the, like what the fuck is happening how, do, how does your how is always step ahead? I never once felt like there was a mole, right? I never once felt like, yeah. oh, like, how does, how do they know
0: all this? You know? Yeah. You it know, was just, he was just waiting. Yeah. But he, he was just waiting the whole time.
1: But not for any genuine purpose. It didn't feel no, like.
0: Just because he's a bastard.
1: Yeah. And like, that's not fun. No. That's not smart. Um, yeah. The other, the final characters I just wanted to talk to was Brock and Sindri. They have more to do in this game. Um, yeah. Which, which you know, I enjoyed Sindri's relationship with Atreus.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Brock's moment in in Svartalfheim with the with the um the forge. Yeah, yeah, that part was cool. Um, and then Brock dies, and I was like,
1: oh no.
0: Okay. What, you didn't you weren't sad oh sure
1: Brock was funny
0: yeah well I, but like 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 Atreus says to someone like he's like there he's like their uncle he's he's the first other character you meet who you don't fight in the first game
1: no but me is the uncle Brock was never uh, Brock is Brock is a, the comic relief
0: uh, I no I, I've i I appreciate the both of them. Like, I don't just think like, he's there for a joke. Like
1: I, I appreciate it and I appreciate his bluntness. You know, he was the one that found out fucking Tia was Odin. But like yeah. but that was like the only thing he like really like did did. You know, he went we went to the forge with Kratos and that moment is interesting because you learn that he's actually been resurrected and 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 that is that's interesting. But like they don't do anything with that really. Um
0: yeah, it's. I don't think it's about that though. At that point, like for me, it was like I just cared about the characters by that point, and so all of these are interesting details to me. Like, it's just kind of character soup, and I want to drink yeah. it all up. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with that.
1: Character soup, and in soup, every ingredient has a purpose, and Brock's purpose was to die because he was the least important of the group.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess and, so. and
1: that was all I saw. It was like, oh, like we got to have a death, we got to make everyone sad. Freya's too important. Freya's brother, brother's got to sacrifice at the end. Kratos can't die because it's his game. Atreus has still got a whole bunch of shit to do. Tyr is, well, not actually Tyr. And Sindri has to do the stuff at the end. So, well, I guess it's Brock. is still ahead.
0: Hmm. Okay. I just, like... I-, I could see that. I could see how you could see the, the composite parts and how it boils down. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Is square peg and square hole, you know? Is the Phil Coulson yeah. of the of the Avengers movie, right? You know, you can't kill any of no. the Avengers in the first Avengers movie. We've got to fucking yep. sign up for six more. Yeah, we couldn't kill any any of the Avengers in Age of Ultron, so we killed Quicksilver because he's only in that movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, it, it's it's too it was too obvious. Um, okay.
0: Uh, how did you feel about how they characterized Sindri afterwards?
1: Um, it was okay. I thought it was, I thought it was all right. I wanted a bit more like, 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 not like, not even specifically reconciliation, but I wanted a bit more exploration of how Sindri actually felt about a lot of it because he leaves, um, and then you visit him and he tells you to fuck off and then Mm. he comes back at the end, uh, not with all the dwarves because he doesn't want any more dwarves to die, which is fine. Um... Mm. But then then just breaks open the wall. Yeah, which is like you could just do that. (laughs) Yeah, like um, there was I. He didn't do anything after Brock died. He was he was a he was a key to a door. Um, but he didn't like actually. Like act really, um, he didn't. He didn't. He did. That's false. Like as in like his character didn't do a thing.
0: Oh, I, I, see, I yeah, see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. See. Not not as in not not as in his performance. Not as good... the actor
0: wasn't acting. No. No no, no. no. No.
1: No. As in as in his character didn't 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 do an action.
0: Yeah, but he broke the wall.
1: That was that isn't a Sindri specific thing that could have been done.
0: Yeah, it did feel a bit like oh, this wall. There's a floor that only one person knows, and it turns out that one person didn't even know it, and then Sindri just does it. Yep. That did feel really weird. Like I can't really reconcile that anywhere. Um.
1: They had no idea what to do with the cast of characters they had by the end of the game. Yeah. And that is a, a glaring issue for me, is that this is a game so much about these characters and about their relationships to things like fate and their relationships to things like prophecy and their relationships to things like family. And mm. they gave them no food to feed on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think part of this game's issue is that the two... They, there are too many characters. Like when you look at a when you look at like an uncharted story or something like that, it's a pretty close group at the end of the day. Like, even when you bring in the villains. But this you've got like you said, you've got all the like seven to eight people who hang out at the hideout, who hang out in Sindri's house by the end of the game. And then you've got like five people in Asgard. And then a bunch of others as well. Like you've got the Valkyrie queen who has a bit more to do towards the end. You've got all of, uh, brother Freya's, uh, troop. You've got, you've got the giant lady. Yeah. You've got angry Boda. We go back to, we
1: go back to Faye. Yeah. Like there's, like there's like a lot of
0: characters in this. Yeah, totally. And I think that's, that's part of the issue because they do all have to have their moments at the end and they do all have some moments, but it does feel a bit weird. And it does feel a bit rushed. Like, the spectacle of the final mission is quite fun. And, like, the visuals are amazing. Um, and I like the way how they they kind of twist some of what you see prophesied. Like, the, the, the boats of the armies of hell are meant to come. And they do come. And they immediately get fucked. And it's like, well, I guess that might have been a part of the prophecy. We didn't know because it was vague because it's a prophecy. Um, like, that's interesting. But, yeah, I it did feel a bit like, I don't know what we're doing or what's about to happen or what's what's going to, why and what and who and why. Yeah.
1: And like, I, I think that, I think in a game of the length of it is, I actually don't think that's too many characters, but I think it is it is poor, maybe not planning, but they needed to work out who was doing what and when. Mm. And they needed to start doing things fucking earlier. Things need yeah. to just happen. Like, okay, uh, uh, Tia's, uh Tia Odin's like revelation. Mm. That reveal should have happened earlier.
0: Yeah, that would have.
1: Tia is not doing anything for too much. No, of that he's game. pretty useless. And 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 I'm I'm sitting here going like, I want Tia to do something for yeah. all of the fucking game only to find out it's not actually him. And I'm sitting here like, then like what am I waiting for? Like why are you making him? You know, like make him a prick that fucks off. Make him be aloof make him yeah. not so openly nice you know he cooks for them and stuff and all that stuff is is interesting for a character that is going to do something right um he doesn't actually do anything yeah they needed so then then don't have him for half of the game
0: the other thing is like even when he kills Brock it's to like get the mask yeah but then he doesn't even leave with it because they throw the spear and it catches the mask before he can go so like the whole point Why of it he was reveal not, himself? Yeah. yeah it's not very good also like what the fuck is the mask who the hell what the who cares about this mask what the, oh, the i don't I, I, enjoy, I don't care about this mask
1: i i enjoy, i enjoy the mask because it you know what it symbolizes is like you know like forever knowledge right you don't you, you can't know what that is no. You, yeah,
0: I just found you, you, it like
1: you don't get that sequence of them putting it on because then they would know and then they would show it, which you can't because that's, that's no, it's know, an impossible. Oh, I know. Like you
0: never even heard about it in the previous games. Like it was just a thing that Odin brought out of nowhere. It was like we need a thing for Atreus to do while he's here. He's a mask. Yeah, I, I guess. Like it being that like, we've never ever heard of.
1: Sure, I think I think that I, I didn't hate that as much, only because I'm like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. That's, uh, that's fine. That's a it's, thing.
0: It's funny the different things that we do and don't like allow for. Yeah, like
1: I think because like the the like I don't I don't care about those those more tangible things as much. I, I I specifically only care about what makes the characters do things that are nice to or like that, that are interesting to watch. Yeah. So like the actual mask is not a thing I care about. I care about more more about how the characters react to that mask.
0: Yeah. Totally. Um. So I have I have one final part that I would love to discuss briefly. Mm. So Atreus, he walks off. And and did you do the thing where when you finally walk out of the cave, you look to see where Atreus went and it's just like fucking rocks. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like
1: a it's a path that is definitely too big for Kratos. I'm like, okay, all right.
0: <laughs> but also like it for me it didn't even look like a path. It was just like they just sent him off. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just walk back down through the hold? You dingus! Why do you have to walk to the top of the mountain? Exit stage left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, um, after Trace walks off, Kratos walks around to the back of the shrine because it's it's Fae and Kratos's shrine, isn't it? Uh. I'm pretty sure that first shrine they look at together is Fae's, and it's about how Faye kind of rejects what was prophesized for them, right? Um. And then on the back of it is Kratos' shrine. And this is the one, and he looks at this after Atreus is gone. And this is sort of the, like, this is Kratos' story. We saw Atreus's in, in Jotunheim. This one is Kratos's. It shows you Greece. It shows you what he did in the Norse lands. And then in the future, from when he observes it, it shows him being revered by people. It shows him being uh, the kind of god that Odin teased him for never being. And and Frey and Mamira are there, and they say, "What did you see?" He's like, "I saw a possibility that I never considered," and that's interesting. And he's kind of he's done all of this, and maybe he's ready to he's ready to not work for himself anymore. He's ready to make the land a safer place and to to tie off loose ends and to make things better for the people he cares about and the and the people that they care for. It's kind of a bit feels a little sudden, like a little like a small jump. But I feel like they're working towards that throughout the game. I'm not, I'm not too annoyed with that. But sure. what I am annoyed with is the whole, you know, you get to the end of the game and it's this war camp and, and then um, Lunda makes you this new armor, the Fatebreaker armor that's what it's called and it's a, it's the red trim of the original set i'm like yes fuck you gave me the original armor that's so good but yeah, it's, it's like it's, end game armor that's great
1: yeah it's it's finally i can get out of this like big plate armor that looks yeah. bad and i can see his like you know his cool clips into it yeah yes and his beard clips into it every every minute
0: so like awesome great and it's all about changing fate he doesn't die at the end of the game like we thought he would and and this happens and this doesn't happen. And this this part of the, the prophecy happens and this doesn't happen. And so and then it gets to the thing where it's like, you know, we will make our own fate. Fate only binds you if you let it, he says at some point. Like. And so it, I feel like the resolution of that of that kind of thread is fate doesn't have to have any meaning for us. It doesn't have to hold us. We don't have to pay attention to it. It doesn't have to matter. And then the end of the game is him seeing his fate. And that kind of determines everything you do in the the, the rationale for why he would be doing the post game, why he would still be helping out the realms, why he would be going on to do things like the berserkers. To he says it is not safe to let malevolent spirits wander the realms. He's right. He's never cared about that before. Yeah, he has. He's he's accepted parts. He's wanted parts of Atreus and faye to instill part of his rationale. Now I get that, and he mentions that, and he's and he wants that. Yes. But to think that he would only consider being this sort of god after seeing it on the shrine, on the back of the shrine that is for his wife that shows her rejecting the fates after the culmination of them defeating fate and ignoring fate and going against fate, he then follows it. He's then inspired by it. It feels so incongruous to me. Mm-hmm. It feels so... Like, the gears don't turn. They lock up against each other with that one. I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah, Why couldn't he just... It, it's, um...
1: No more killing, Snap's Neck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that not being neat. I enjoyed him being challenged on that regard.
1: Yeah, yeah. He should have not opened the shrine.
0: Yeah, or maybe he should have only opened... Like one one half. He saw the past. He saw the present. Sure. And maybe maybe he didn't want to see the future. Yeah. And closed it.
1: Yeah. 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 It doesn't make sense. It does not. It does not track. Yeah. Um, and I think it's
0: an interesting place to take him as a character.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, like I I think like maybe maybe what they could have done is they could have had it open via the fucking wind and so you the camera sees it but Kratos yeah, is all Yeah, you
0: left. see it, but he doesn't because it doesn't or, matter. Or
1: you don't see it because you don't get to know what comes next because that's yeah. the point. Either, either or but Yeah, or he rips it off his hinges and he just piffs it. You know, like you know, it's
0: I don't know if they get it. Yeah. And I think they did for the ending. I thought it was interesting how they did it towards the ending. And like, they they keep coming back to the prophecy and it's all about how they deal with the prophecy. It funnels in through this theme. And I I thought they did enough with that, that I was, I was enjoying what they did with it. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Even if it's a bit loose, even if some of it isn't neat, I'm like, that's interesting. And then this last step is just like, (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm very excited to get to the post-game stuff. There's a bunch of apparently just a bunch of cool stuff in there. Um, Jeremy, I think there's a quest that you should do. That there's there's very little that I've experienced, but there is a quest you should do. You should go to the Raven Tree in Niflheim. Okay. There is a quest there. And I wonder what you will think of it. I think anyone who has finished this game who hasn't done so should go to the Raven Tree and listen to your companions. They'll say something. There's there's something there. And experience that. But, like, yeah, I am excited to get to that in-game stuff and listen to more of their discussions and, and see, and, and, like, go to Brock's funeral and stuff like that. I still haven't done that. But, yeah, it's... It is. It is a messy game. This is. This is where I landed on it. Where I said it's a well-told story, but rather, it's a good story told poorly. Like it's a. It's a yeah. better story.
1: Yeah. 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 It's. It's. It, it is the. The for me, it's the opposite of of the first God of War, which is a a a, a, a not a great story told well. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah, this is like a better story told worse. Yeah. Um, which is
0: funny because I I came in with that in our first impression, and you you said it was the same. Where you said it was a bad story told. Uh, you said you said it was different. You said it was a it was a fine story told really badly. And uh, for, for the second one, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what you said. I you disagreed with how I put it, but we're agreeing now, which is funny because you were at the start and now you're at the end. And yeah,
1: yeah, it's. There are so many things that are that are that have like like there's a lot of really cool moments which we haven't touched on that much, but like you know like the like the, I think the Serta moment I think is pretty neat. Um, like like when you meet him, I think is interesting. Really great Jeff Bridges impression. Um, from the actor yep. who played Serta. Um, the a lot of the the fucking uh, the, uh, I enjoyed enough going to the different realms with the Norse gods as Atreus, but actually playing as Atreus, I found really poor. Um, just, yeah, it was fine. It, it was like, you know, like the part with Ellie in the first Last of Us is good because it's not super long. Um, and then it's, it's like... It's
0: also not very different. It's not very different.
1: This is different enough and not as good and happens over and over again that every time it happens, I'm like fucking maybe I just stop for yeah, a little Yeah, there's like, there's
0: like hours of it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, th- there's... I, like I said last time, I'm just going to say it again. The All of the armor stats and everything, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's not enjoyable to really engage with that system in any meaningful way. Um,
0: yeah, I only really did enjoy or find that stuff any useful when I was doing the Berserkers, when I was doing that sort of endgame stuff.
1: Like, I, I'm enjoying the skills tree stuff. I think that's fine. I enjoy working on a specific skill over and over again and upgrading it. I think that's good and fine. But the actual, like... Yep. All of the all of the various stats and armors and amulets and and like you know they give you twenty different fucking tabs to go down to see like which stat you want to look at the most. I'm like,
0: oh, the menus are not good, not good.
1: Um, so many upgrade materials, so many chests, bad puzzles, like some genuinely really poor puzzles of like, hey, well you got to get over here and throw the spear. I'm like, fucking no, like just let <laughs> me jam the spear in the wall. Like don't yeah. don't make me walk over there just so I can walk
0: back. Like it's Well, wouldn't it be cool if there was like an animation where you had to like where Kratos jumped forward and embedded the spear as part of the jump cool. and then push forward from yeah. that. That would have been fun.
1: That, that would be fun. Um I the, the the addition of the spear as gameplay I think is interesting enough. It never felt quite as good as the axe or the blades for me, so I didn't Definitely. It was always the third option.
0: I I it gets better. Like for me, I, the spear found its place when I unlocked the um the Hold R2 ability, which siphons their element. Right. And so then you can make the spear a Poison Spear or a Bifrost Spear. And right. it's like, that's really cool. That's, that's cool. sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before that, I was a bit like, not sure what to do with it. The range doesn't feel that great. Again, that only feels good once you upgrade it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it was cool, though.
1: Yeah, it was neat. Like, 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 thematic-wise, visually, it's all cool. Some, some, yep. f- some fun shortcut abilities with the spear as well. Um, mm-hmm.
0: and it's interesting. The, 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 the motivation behind it is all like this is Kratos' weapon that he makes. All of his other weapons have been bestowed upon him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the face actions are bad.
0: Yeah, you really didn't like them. Hey, she didn't like. There was. Like, they don't... She she never really emoted. She never she? emoted She's at all. She's a very stoic person. There is
1: so much camera on her face. And whether it's, like, the, the model of her face or the the fact that they didn't record performance capture... Jeremy, no, she was in there. Okay, um, visual face performance capture. She might have been acting, and, but she might not have had the dots on her face. I
0: think she did. I, I, they, she put a picture up on this on Twitter... Well, she was in there with she was in there maybe but di- the thing that gets maybe Debo is wall
1: like, isn't really that good an actor
0: <laughs> I think it's the direction yeah I think they directed her I think they directed her to be a stoic you know someone who would be the partner of Kratos right who is she's we know she's holding secrets at this point in their life and she's just stoic and i and, and you're right i that's that's i read it as that was the direction
1: maybe there's a lot of moments when no one emotes so, like so like i don't know if it's just that or i don't know the, the, yeah. the there's a lot of things that are that are, i think i think they should have reconsidered with this game and i think honestly the biggest one for me was the no cuts i think it didn't add to the game at all and it, it just it just ruined the pacing of it um and when they when they just the moment they decided to do a split story and then committed to that of atreus leaving a bunch they needed to realize that they couldn't do both of those and make them both good um, yeah it it it's it started off weird the moment atreus leaves and then it only got worse from there like they should have just decided decided to have bespoke cutscenes the amount of like you know camera like you know running up to another cam- another character and then whipping back around while this camera's on this weird like you know never gonna sit still angle like it does my Mm -hmm. fucking head in um you know we've seen that before and we've seen that before in 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 things like death stranding and and metal gear solid 5 and it worked great there because those camera shots were so fucking considered but they, they also had cuts they also had cuts Long... Yeah, it wasn't a wanna. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and you know, honestly, like like you're not Kojima. <laughs> like you're not making uh, <laughs> like you're not making those games.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's
1: not, it's not it, it's it's a harder challenge, and when it fails, it is more obvious. Sure. Sure. And I think they overall so, passed that in the first game. I think that was a pass.
0: Yeah, I I found the single cut to be as effective for me in this game as it was in the first. And that is I hardly noticed it.
1: Right.
0: Honestly, it just it does very little for me in this game. Yeah, which is it's fair. just it's just there. Like as soon as I die and I have to respawn, that breaks that for me. As soon as I go into the mystic gateways and oh my it's God. a big white flash. Yeah. Like it, like let alone the the ring thing and the loading screens and all of that. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, as soon as I go through the white flash, and it was the same in 2018, it was the exact same. They, they used them sh- dozens, hundreds of times in the game. It's a cut. Like, yeah. I I know that.
1: <laughs> the, I, I think it worked better in 2018 because they had that big round room. They had that giant round room. Oh, uh, tears Temple. Yeah, and you'd walk through the door. And That's it, true, it but you still better. had
0: the Mystic Gateways to, like, bounce around inside the realms. Yeah, I know. And those moments, it's the same thing for me. So, yeah. I still think it's a good game. I think anyone who enjoyed the first one should definitely play this one as well. Um, at the
1: risk of jumping ahead, is it on your Game of the Year list at all?
0: Is it on it? Yeah. Yes. But is
1: it is it a genuine contender for Game of the Year for you?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. I think I, I think I thought it might have been earlier. This sits in a similar place to God of War 1. It's almost identical to God of War 1 for me with where it sits even though it does different things and I enjoy it differently Um, but I think it's going to do that same thing like I remember earlier this year I I was doing some capture for 2018 on the PS5 and I pick it up and I play it every time I go back to that game I'm like oh yeah fuck this game feels great to play this game is like great combat and I enjoy playing it and I really like it but I think the length of the game means that I'm pretty done with the game by the time I get to the end and then I kind of just dismiss it from my brain And so then every time I come back, I'm like, oh yeah, this has got such a good flow and the runic attacks and the, I can use the spear for this and unarmed to get this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, and then I just forget about it again. So I think, you know, I'm a few weeks away removed from this, um, in a way. And it is, it is drastically fading into the background for me, um, in a similar way to the first one did. I think Elden Ring is, it is more, uh, masterfully designed, in some ways. Sure. It it pulls many things off more gracefully than Ragnarok does. Um I think I may be in oh, it's hard to say. Hard to say whether I enjoyed Ragnarok or Elden Ring more. Um they're very different. Like I I like story single player narrative focused games. That's just fun. I like that. Yes, yeah, so, so do I.
1: But I didn't like I I was this. I was wanting this to be done.
0: Far earlier than when it was done. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna be on my. It's gonna be at the top there, but I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna win. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be on mine. I just don't think it's as literally good, like as literally high quality, as Elden Ring. Yeah. Let me ask you this question: as as so I, I'd say that's it for God of War. But seeing as we're speaking about it, Jeremy, are you gonna beat Elden Ring before the end of the year?
1: I don't know. I'm you got not sure. Yeah. I don't know when I'm gonna fit time in for that one.
0: It is tricky. Like part of the reason why I'm playing Seafood at the moment is to I I wanted to talk about it before the end of the year. Um Yeah, yeah. Th-
1: there's a handful of games that I wanna get to, I think, before I get through more Elden Ring. Yeah. Like I feel comfortable with my knowledge of Elden Ring knowing where it's gonna be. It's not like I it's not like I'm like still in the first castle, and I don't really understand yeah. what the game is. Like I've like I I get that game, um, and I've seen a lot of it since as well. I've seen every boss fight in the game. I've watched tons of videos on it.
0: Right, um, right, right.
1: So like it's not like I'm it's not like I'm saving myself completely blind. Yeah. yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, I think I would rather get through like a Norco. Um, I'd rather get through uh Frog Detective Three. Jeez. I haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a handful of titles that I that I got to throw some time into. Um. Before
0: I finish Elden Ring, the Elden Ring, the Elden Ring. Yeah. Well, everybody, that's going to do it for us. Um. Thank you for listening. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I think we think that's it for God of War. I. I am still going to play it with Sam so we can enjoy the story together, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Um it's a very different mindset for me when I'm playing something to record it or to always make sure I'm, you know. Um yeah, if I'm recording, then I'm it's it's just a different mindset. So I, I absorb the story very differently. Um so I'm looking forward to doing that solo or with Sam. Not for work. Uh but yeah, that's gonna be it for us for God of War Ragnarok. Uh thank you so much for listening. Uh what where's my outro here? What do I normally say? Uh, yeah. So next week, do, are we are we doing the are we yeah. doing the Zelda one Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We've had an, uh, an idea percolating for a while. We said it on the show, and we were like, "Oh, that's another topic for another day." We're going to do it. It's the topic is is Zelda or are Zelda games open world? And so think about what your gut reactions are to that, and think about it a bit more because we got we got some sort of like feelings about it, sort of like gut feelings that sort of twist and pull us in different ways and so we're just going to explore that. There's a chance it might be a bit of a shorter topic, every time we say that it isn't, but I I think this one, there is a legitimate chance this might be a shorter topic, but even so, I think it's worth us discussing the sort of ins and outs of that one. Um, As I already said, thank you so much for listening. Uh, You can follow us on all of the socials to find out when our episodes go live, that's at MinimapAU on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok and Instagram, uh, at minimap. Pardon me. At minimap on Hive, um, you can follow us individually. Uh, Jeremy, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Obi Wan Jez. And on, and on other things as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KJ Palmer underscore twenty four. Or if you want to follow me on Hive, it's just at KJ Palmer. Very excited! I just got that name and didn't have to put in any symbols or numbers. First, to- I realized before Jeremy, it's the first time I've ever had that happen to me ever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My name is common enough that I can never get it anywhere. <laughs> so I was, I'm very excited by this handle. Right. That's funny. Uh, for those of you... What, what? I said that's funny. Yeah. For those of you with, uh, that are with us on Twitch, stick around. We'll be doing the pro show. Uh, for those of you listening on a podcast service or later on YouTube, uh, if you could give us a positive rating uh, wherever you're listening to us or watching us, that would be very appreciated. That helps us out a lot. It helps people get to see this more. Uh, we would appreciate that greatly if you could do that. Uh, lastly, if you wanted to support us on Patreon with money, uh, you can do that to help keep the lights and mics on at uh, patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, or while helping us out greatly. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us for this week. Um, I, I don't know what this next week of games is going to bring for us, but we'll find out then. Yeah. Uh, And until then, stay safe. Have a good week, everybody. And uh, uh, Ragnarok. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Ragnarok.